I have pain in my ear, and I can't hear anything on my left side. What? Okay, sorry. Did you? What did you say? You have a pencil eraser in your ear? Is that what you said? No, I do not. Oh, okay, good. I don't know. I I probably have an have an infection. I know a great not... I, I know a great surgeon if you have a pencil eraser stuck in your ear. <laughs> no, no. If I had a pencil eraser, I would just take a knife. Take what? Take a knife? What's wrong oh, yeah. with you? That's not acceptable. You can't do that. Well, I can. No! Again. No! A knife? Why not? What is wrong with you, man? I mean, you just take the tip and then you, you know, you, no, you wiggle it and it eventually comes out. Ripper! No! No! That is absolutely not the right thing to do! Why not? No. Well, that's funny. Just the tip. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my. Wait, but, but why is this funny? I'm confused. Yeah, you're right. Southern Jen says you're going to end up cutting off your ear, man. No, I, d I don't have anything stuck in my ear. I just... Wasn't Da Vinci also a... Um, ear infection. Uh, I'm not sure. I just... I can't hear anything on my left side, which is incredibly annoying. Also, it's like a weird pain and, and stuff. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Not stick a knife in it. I, that's what you're going to do. Or not do. Probably. I mean, shouldn't. Don't don't put a knife in it. I mean, idea. probably the pain that I have right now would stop if I used a knife. No! That... What? No! No! It's, well, I mean, if there's an eraser stuck in your ear, then maybe. But no! Not if you have an ear infection. You're not going to stick a knife in there and it... it no! No, of course not. No, of course I not. I have a doctor's appointment on Monday, okay? Good. Good. I had this all week now, like but, I said, you know, I had to wait a week. Listen, listen, li 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 Ripper, li listen. I have a great surgeon here in the United States. I can hook you up. You can come over. We'll hang out. We'll make pizza, eat some nuggies. It'll be a um, good time. How about no? That's so sad. Obviously, he should not fly with an ear infection. Okay, I, I, I was, that was an irresponsible. That was an irresponsible suggestion. Don't listen to me. Oh, no, I'm not, I, no, I think that's fine. Take no don't medical advice from me whatsoever. Okay, I promise. Uh, don't don't do that. Bad news. Hey, what's up, don't everybody? Any, don't take any advice <laughs> from me ever. <laughs> Ripper, you have you usually have pretty solid advice, except for when you tell people to get erasers out of their ear by sticking a knife in it. That's bad advice. I, just, I, don't, see the, I don't see the problem. I mean, quick, and it gets the job done. No, so no, issue. that does not get the job done. And it's, it's not, not going to work. What do you think? Yeah. Have you tried? I can promise you I have not. <laughs> there you go. So you don't know. Oh, you my God. You can't say it doesn't get the job done. 
because uh, I haven't tried. It's possible. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. Do you guys remember even, like, do you remember what this show is like? Do you remember a time where we did a Friday night show? I, I don't. I don't. But you know what, Ripper? Here we are because it, it's just been an absolutely crazy end to the summer. I was talking to Snake Eyes the other day, and, and we were talking about, you know, just how the schedule's been. He reminded me. He made me feel better about it. He reminded me that I told the community that this summer was going to be a little bit crazy. Like this summer, like we were we were starting to get out of the house a little bit more post-pandemic. And, and summer's a busy time for the family. I mean, all the time we've been on this content, we've been doing this show, we've been locked up in our houses, and I'm starting to branch back out, starting to do a little few things, and it's definitely yeah. taking its toll. It's taking hey, its I toll on the show schedule. Do what? Leaving the house is a bad idea. No, I love leaving the house. I've been cooped yeah, up in the house for years. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to get out. We've been having fun. As a matter of fact, look, see, I've even forgotten, folks. I've forgotten the Talking Trek server sound off. You guys, let's hit it for like 15 seconds. What's up, Hunter on 28? Captain Oblivious on 29. Grumpy Data Chief on 27. Stradalorian on 9. Mike Rock on 8. Smoke Mohawk on 16. Iron Chef on 14. Forgetful on 29. Oblivious on 29. Sherlock Holmes on 27. Ginger on 31. Bizarro on 15. Juby on 60. Zakara 136. Jerry Ryan 146. Devil on 14. Forgetful on server 29, uh, Noon Whistle on 29, Kirko 57, Tame Devil, all the way from server 200, Jayberg on 32, um, let's see what else we got, Benny Hill on 42, Silent Caliber 36, see the music's over, I should be stopping, but I have also forgotten how to do this show, um, <laughs> I know, right, it's, it's absolutely bad, it's what bad, no, uh, Omicron on 16, Blackhorn on 36, uh, let's see. What else we got? Silent Killers on 31, Ransusi on 27, and the list goes on and on and on. 131 additional messages. Absolutely crazy. I appreciate you guys being here. 228 people in the live studio audience. Thank you guys for just hopping to. All right. It, it's a Friday night. We don't normally do a show here, but I'll, I'll tell you, Ripper, why I was motivated to do so. First of all, I knew you'd be available because it's Friday night. You say that on weekend nights you don't go to bed uh, at any kind of a decent hour. As a matter of fact, right now it's almost, it's approaching 2 a.m. over in Germany, and here you are. It's good to see you, my friend. It, it is actually, it's warming my heart to have you on this stage. It feels like ages since we talked. I know I PM'd you the other day but it was very brief like we didn't get to have a conversation like we normally have like you might think that i have become a bad friend because we used to talk a lot and and i feel hey, like did? i've jesus christ ripper <laughs> oh, i don't remember any of it okay i mean it's good it's fine it's all it's all good uh but but you know i feel like i've been a bad friend to you because we haven't been talking a whole lot so I, i'm glad to hear to, to hear your voice i'm glad to see you here i have missed you i appreciate you being here uh same for steven Zaren, who's uh saturday saturday morning hopefully actually no let's see saturday oh my god what wait is it Nah, it's like saturday late morning it's like brunch time steven Zaren, are you making like some french toast and it's like like turkey breast or something like that hopefully doing something fun over there in new zealand and folks uh thank you guys for being here i appreciate it look on the look on the stage folks look look look, look ripper listen listen li li listen 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 i've loved that soundbite uh li listen listen i'm actually just burning a little bit of time right now so i can hit this button Wait, what? i'm confused no don't worry about it 
Don't worry about it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to be able to hit. Yeah, I just want to hit this button. Yo, look who's on the stage. Bubba Joe is here. Yo, Bubba Joe. Hey, DJ. How you doing, man? Bubba Joe is here, everybody. It's been so long. I'm sure we just lost Dr. Juby. Uh, Dr. Juby, nope, he's still here. Uh, Dr. Juby uh, says that he has been trekking across the country, watching, following, stalking you on your latest move, and says your new drapes are terrible. Bubba Joe, um, you also have had major, major changes in your life. Major changes in your life in the last week or two, right? Yes. Yeah, you are, listen, you obviously don't share necessarily a location, but you are broadcasting live for the very first time from a totally new state. Yes? True statement. True statement. Welcome back to the show, my friend. I'm I'm grateful to have you here. It's it's been so long. Look in the audience. Look in the audience, everybody. Mr. President is here with us. President Echo is in the stage tonight. Absolutely exciting. You guys uh, you guys don't understand how much I have, in fact, missed you. I really honestly have. After vacation, we got two shows in, Bubba Joe. I'm pretty sure neither one of those you were actually able to make it to. Then I had to travel again for Oliver's surgery. For those of you who have PM'd, thank you so much. I did share the image, an eraser, approximately slightly around half an inch was successfully removed from his ear. He now describes, uh, he now says, Bubba Joe, that he has Superman hearing. He can he can hear like Superman <laughs> does. You know, and, and nice. I, I thought this was kind of kind of cute, and I thought about it for a second, but you know what? It, it, it probably does feel like he has super hearing because that eraser's been in his head since probably April or May, and he hasn't been able to hear. So now that it's out and he can actually hear, he's like, Dad, I have Superman hearing. Wait. It was in there for that long? Yes. We finally got a story out of him. Do you guys want to hear this? I, I really, I, President Echo says we want stupid news. Are, I'm going to give are, it to you. We are due for the stupid news. <laughs> I, I, I've got stupid news prepared for you, but, but I'll tell you. So we finally got the story about how Oliver, uh, how Oliver got the eraser in his ear. He was pretending it was an AirPod, and then he sneezed. <laughs> he sneezed. He sneezed, and he said it got sucked up in there. All right? He, he was pretending it was an AirPod. He sneezed and then he got up in there and then he he just I guess didn't forget or, or didn't remember to tell us about it or it wasn't bothering or whatever he said it happened in school Bubba Joe all right that that would have been May <laughs> at the latest <laughs> May at the very latest all right so there's that uh, but we got that taken out then Wednesday because I'd taken so much time off Bubba Wednesday I had to work so I had planned on doing a late show. Thank you so very much to the customer who decided to walk in to my dealership at about quarter till close, decide that they wanted to drive approximately three to four to five cars or whatever, then come into finance and talk about all the numbers on one car, but then ultimately decide that it was too expensive and we had to start all over on a second vehicle. They did end up buying, but I did not leave the dealership, Bubba. I PM'd you. I did not leave mm-hmm. the dealership until, what time was it? Like 845? My time. Yeah. I got I got a ninety minute drive home. Ninety minutes. It would have been ten fifteen. It, it would have literally been almost eleven o'clock getting on the air. I couldn't do it. I had to turn around and, and work again on Thursday. So I promised uh Karkin 
who is suffering withdrawal that we decided we would try to do a make good show here tonight. Because honest to God, Bubba Joe, since ju- this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Uh, since July. Since July 6th, we've done two shows. That, that's embarrassing to me. To be perfectly frank with you, that's embarrassing as a content creator. You know, vacation, that's one thing, but then everything else that happened as a result. So I apologize. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. Thank you guys so very much for being here. President Echo. Life happens. Life does happen. As a matter of fact, I want to do this real quick. He's listening because I told President Echo that I, I had so much information and so much news and so much fun stuff that I wanted to share. Bubba Joe, you uh, PM me just a little bit ago. You said actually just moments ago, right? As in today, mm-hmm. Star Trek Fleet Command post on their socials about some of the content and some of the fun and some of the news and some of the information and some of the good and whatever, some of the other stuff too probably, that happened uh, what now? Two weeks ago at San Diego Comic Con, everybody. The San Diego Comic Con happened. Uh, actually, I guess it wasn't. It was earlier this week, right? Like last weekend. San Diego Comic Con was the previous weekend. Yeah. yeah so uh, see, my time is all messed up too. Just here a week ago, and uh, I do have stupid news. I could give it to you if you want, but I feel like we're already in that. Uh, so San Diego Comic Con happened, as we all know. President Echo attended. He wasn't alone, though, was he? I believe, and and, and forgive me, I haven't actually seen all of the content, but I do believe our favorite budding new content creator, Beck Likes Plants, was there in attendance as well, everybody. Beck Likes Plants was there and live. Go ahead, Bubba. Unless... Unless President Echo has been underselling his position, he was not actually at the panel. Unless he was just in the audience, he was because the only Scopely person, the only Scopely person that was there was a, a VP of some sort. Uh, some, yeah, some some no namer. All right, uh, AKA my mom. <laughs> Shout out, mama. <laughs> uh, yeah, Keenzer was there. Uh, Keenzer was there. Echo was there, Bubba Joe. I actually may or okay. may not have gotten you know some some you know like some funnies and you know a couple snapshots and a couple of you know updates you know as he was just milling around meeting people he was somewhat inconspicuous he was not on the panel he was somewhat inconspicuous uh, inconspicuous he was in the audience but he did make himself available to players uh at the star trek fleet command or at the scopely booth there um and of course this was a fantastic opportunity for you guys to have gone and met mr president or met uh, Beck likes plants. And who else decided to show up here, Bubba Joe, other than my mother? All right. Uh, again, shout out, Ma. Uh, but who did my mom get to talk to? And by the way, Mom, let me, ju- let me just throw this out there. I'm a, little, I'm a little upset you loving me like you do didn't give me an opportunity to at least have a phone conversation with Captain Christopher Pike, ladies and gentlemen. Anson Mount was at San Diego Comic-Con. Anson Mount was brilliant. He's been brilliant this entire season, okay? He's been brilliant this entire season. Bubba, you got to watch this footage. Tell me about Keenzer and Anson Mount. It had to have been phenomenal. Echo, it had to have been jaw-dropping. Look, Echo's in the wrong room. Echo is in the wrong room. (laughs) He does this. He does this. All right. Thank you. You, you, Why? Okay. Hang on. Echo, don't move. Echo, don't don't touch anything. (laughs) 
Someone, where's the button to invite him up? I can't even... I can't. I can, I can do it. Thank you. I can't no. find the daggone button. All right. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, press. Echo is here. Echo, this had to have been a surreal moment for you. I mean, I know that you're not like the deepest Trek fan in all of Trek. All right. I, I understand that. But to see a television and movie star as close up as you got to see. I mean, did that, I mean, for me, I, I've interviewed a lot of famous people. I don't necessarily feel like I get starstruck, but I honest to God feel like I would have had, uh, I would have had butterflies in my stomach if I had gotten to talk to Christopher Pike, you know, Echo, it, was, it, it had to have been amazing. It was a very, very cool experience. So just to give everyone a breakdown of what we were doing. So we were hosting a panel and we got to t a couple of us, not me, but a couple of people, People got to talk to Anson Mao about how they feel about being a captain for Star Trek and what it's like for them to be in a video game and how, you know, the video game medium changes sort of the experience for people depending on what they're doing because you can do a lot more in a video game than you can do in TV and vice versa, right? So I thought it was a really, really cool, interesting discussion and it should be live, the whole panel on our YouTube right now, as well as on social media. Yep. So if anyone wants to go and watch that panel at some point, that is all there. We'll, we'll post up the link because I absolutely want to watch it. I absolutely want to hear what what this guy had to say. I, I would be sitting on the edge of my seat. And, and I know, Echo, we can probably share this now. We had, there was so much hustle and bustle. There was so much going on. Uh, Echo was trying to coordinate. Uh, because, Echo, this was, this was like your brainchild you know when 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 you came on and i don't mean to make this into a big interview segment it's not what i meant to do tonight but when you came on you said that you were a different kind of community manager you came on and, and you were recruited you came in with big grandiose ideas and and listen and, and you and i have talked about this bub i've shared this with you I, i've heard it all before <laughs> right and and you and i've had this conversation about how i felt like you know you were changing my opinion about what community management could be, about what this community could expect out of Scopely's community-facing staff. And, and Bubba, Echo made it happen. Echo did this whole con thing. I mean, he had support, but this was Echo's baby. He did this. He got Scopely in front of the people. He got a content creator in front of the people. He got, with, with support uh, and probably some dollar bills, he got Captain Pike in front of the players. Like, this, this is community right here, Bubba Joe. And I, I... Echo, we had talked for weeks and weeks and weeks, and and because you were working so hard around the clock to make this work, it it involved very short turnarounds. I mean, when did you actually start this project? 30, 40 days before Comic-Con? Maybe? Yeah, that sounds about right. Just 30 to 40 days. So I did not, sadly, Bubba Joe, have an opportunity to participate. I was invited. Echo was absolutely amazing about it. I had an opportunity. It just didn't work. You know, you've seen it, Bubba, uh, how bad my July already was. All right. And and throwing a trip to San Diego would not have worked. Rev, same deal. He was invited. Rev just had a baby. I mean, the timing just couldn't have been worse for us, Bubba. Uh, and, and so I didn't I, know Rev could do that. I, he, he popped it right out. Okay. Rev popped the baby. <laughs> All right. So 
it was absolutely incredible to see what Echo was able to do in such a short period of time. But more importantly, I want everybody to know, and I'm going to give him the credit that he didn't ask for, Echo involved the, the entire team. It's just because of the hustle and bustle, it didn't work out for a lot of us. But Beck-like plant, uh, Beck-like's Plants, who is a native of California, was able to be there. How cool was it to meet one of your content creators, Echo? I mean, I, I have to feel like she... I hope she loved it. I haven't had a chance to talk to her. I hope she loved it. I hope she was in her element. I hope that the community loved Beck Likes Plants. Like, how was that actually watching your program take off with people, real humans? It had to be cool. I, I mean, it was really, really amazing being able to meet with Beck and work with Beck on content. So just to give everyone an idea, the reason that Beck and I were there were to shoot, was to shoot content from the floor. Right. We wanted to give everybody the San Diego Comic-Con experience, even if you weren't able to attend. So that content is currently being produced. It's going to be a nice video. And then I also got to sat, sit down with Beck for a little while and give some insight into who she is and, you know, how she got into creating content in the first place. So, you know, putting together videos takes a little bit of time, but we're hoping to have that out relatively soon so people can you know, see what Comic-Con was. We shot a bunch of videos from the floor. We saw booths. We had conversations. It was a lot of fun. Um, and, and, and she is just an absolute professional. Oh, she is. She's, she's a class act. And then, and then of course, oh. you've, got, you've got my mom sitting on stage, sitting in a chair next to Captain Pike, and, and you got to watch this live. I mean, you said it was very, very cool. When, when you're watching Keenzer and you're, you're watching Keenzer interact with a real – Star Trek captain like I bet even for Keenzer this had to be like a kind of a cool moment I mean he's never sat that down was actually David not not to correct you but that was David Eckleberry yeah it was not Keenzer the GM for Star Trek fleet. See, my mom. My mom looks. They they're very much the same. They look at it from a distance. Very similar. Yeah, I very know. similar. I same know. same haircut. Um, <laughs> anyway, but, uh, no, it was. But it had to be. They cool, had right? a. Yeah, I mean, if you watch that video, you'll see they started talking to each other like they were best friends because they both randomly spent time in like Wisconsin, like, and so they bonded over that. And so on stage, they just developed a rapport so fast. And uh, I actually also, while I was at Comic-Con, the night before the panel, David Eckleberry flew in from Dublin the night before, or that day. So he had a 12-hour flight, landed, and did an interview with me. It's going to be our very first captain's log, we're calling it. And it's going to be just a way for people to get to know the team better. And we're going to be evolving this. DJ, I gave you a little bit of insight into this, sort of like a state-of-the-game type thing. But this is just to learn more about the team and... We're going to have lots of different guests and content creators on there. And I think it's a really cool thing. So that's also being worked on. So you got two more videos that are be two videos total that are being worked on that are going to be coming out to the community about just stuff that we were only able to do because we had a bunch of people in a location for an event like Comic-Con. It, it really is. I'm so disappointed that I couldn't be a part of it. Um, because it, it just sounded like it was so much fun and everybody was rubbing elbows with everybody and, and everybody was getting to meet everybody. I mean, Beck got to meet members from the Scopely team, you know, you, you know, and, and that kind of Bubba, you know, it's taken us years to develop these kinds of relationships, 
uh, with Scopely staffers because it's it's just harder on the internet. You know, like you would think it's easier. It's not. Um, it's it's when you, when you're sitting down and you're having a drink with somebody or you're having a you know having a meal with somebody. It, it's just better and it's and it's more relaxing and and of course we saw Anson Mount uh who was absolutely phenomenal uh Mr. Eckleberry uh, I saw this quote Bubba kind of teasing him joking with him about about you know the extra physics that had to go into the game just to support his hair you know they the, literally it, increased the size of the model box for yeah like just to get his hair in there it was it was a fun thing and I I hope that this doesn't slow down. Echo, I hope that, that you guys look at other cons and other uh, opportunities and other events where we can take the show on the road. And Bubba, we've been, we've been hinting at this on Twitch for, for months, like two months, three months, Echo, I guess maybe. We've been hinting at this on Twitch, that, that, that Twitching track, that Talking track, the Teaching track, that, that DJs and company are getting on the road. And and we we are looking for your support to help us do that. I'm not going to tie this this part of the show down with that, but uh, check out our Twitch and and we'll be doing some more of that later. But but this show, Bubba Joe, is sprouting sprouting some wheels, and and we're going to be in places, and we're going to be places with Echo, and we're going to be places with uh with Star Trek cast. We're going to be places with Starship captains. We're going to be places with. Uh, my mother and with Mr. Eckleberry and with Echo, we are doing this stuff and, and there's so much on the horizon. Funny story, guys, Echo, you have told me a million times on this show, you have tried to play games, you've tried to haggle with me, you've tried to bet with me to drop this presidential tag. Bubba, I got a I got a funny story. I may or may not have had a little birdie share this story with me, Echo. I don't know if you I don't know if you you know that I know this. Okay? But could you, Mr. President, tell oh, me God. tell me, Mr. President, could you tell me a little bit about your hotel accommodations while you were in San Diego? Uh, I was in a cardboard box uh-huh. right outside the hotel, mm-hmm. DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know what you heard, but I'm pretty sure I was in a cardboard box. I've actually you done hear, that for Comic Con. Uh, what did I hear? Uh, first of all, I heard that Bubba Joe was in that cardboard box, so I know you weren't. All right. As a matter of fact, where you were, Mr. President, may or may not have actually legitimately been that hotel's where the con was taking place Bubba Joe as in the most valuable real estate in all of San Diego for this weekend okay Bubba Joe the most listen go ahead hang on Mm -hmm. the convention does not take place at a hotel it takes place at the San Diego Convention Center there are a lot of nearby hotels I'm making stuff up in court fine whatever I'm totally embellishing (laughs) fine just take the wind out of my sails Bubba Joe Mr. President, legit stayed in the presidential suite, Bubba Joe. He was in the presidential suite. It's official. It can never come back. It can never be removed. It is now like, that's it. Four more years. Four more years. Four more Listen, years. Go ahead. It's not like yes, I Mr. President. To be put in the presidential suite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So I get to the hotel mm-hmm. and I'm checking into my room. They're like, hey, we upgraded your room because we actually overbooked a little bit. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. okay, cool. Like, what What did I get? You know, maybe a king size <laughs> instead of a full bed. They're like, yeah, the only room that was available was 
the presidential suite. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I Bubba. was put into DJ. the presidential suite mm-hmm. during my stay. Yeah. I have done San Diego Comic-Con uh, about 17 times <laughs> over the last 22 years. Uh, and everything that Echo is saying is correct. They overbook the hotels. Mm. Uh, they will end up randomly upgrading people, you know, and it, the fact that this all started coming together two or three months ago, completely not surprised. They had to throw him and probably other scopely people in an upgraded suite because that's all they had left. So that's, you that's would think, exactly how it happened. You would think that hotels would learn their lesson in something like a con. Listen, nerds are not going to not show up. Right. I mean, listen, they're not going to not show up. Not for Comic-Con, not for Anson Mount, not for a Starship captain. Like, Star Trek nerds are going to show up, okay? Uh, Echo, questions coming out of the chat. Did you have the suite to yourself? Did you have to share? Or did or did, did the first lady travel with you? No, it was just me in that room that was bigger than my house. Mm-hmm. The room that was bigger than your house. What about some of the other Scopely staff? Did they get upgraded, or were you... The president. David Eckleberry was upgraded to the executive suite. Mm-hmm. I told because my boss was there, and then David Eckleberry was obviously there. Mm-hmm. He I gets stuck in a room both, with two queens. I told them both. <laughs> I was like, "Listen, I got upgraded. Do you, either you, you guys want this room because I'm obviously the lowest man on the totem pole, you know, just title wise, uh-huh. right?" Uh-huh. And they both said no because I, I was staying for a couple of days and they were only staying for one. But my boss, my my direct report, who's a really, really awesome person, um, he's like, hey, can I, can I just see what it looks like? I'm like, yeah. And uh, get ready for the bleep button. Okay, DJ? So after dinner, we go back and he's like checking out the room. I open the door and turn the light on and he immediately yells, what the f- you know, bleep. Um, and that was sort of the experience. It was a very, very, very nice room. Well, it just further reinforces the fact that you will forever be Mr. President. All right, I'm just going just gonna to throw that out there. That That is that is how that's going to be. Uh, Echo, so, I've, DJ, I, can, can, I, can I pull in this thread for just a second? Yeah, sure, yeah. All right. Echo, you don't like the presidential name attached to you. Do well, I mean, I feel like there's no way to get around it now. <laughs> Hang on just it's second. growing on DJ? him, Bubba. It's growing on DJ, him. DJ, yeah. do you like Echo? Yeah, of course. Do you want to get things from Echo in the future? You know, information, I mean, if you're uh, interviews, re- things like that? If you're getting ready to take his side on this, like, no. <laughs> Why would you ever call someone a name that you want things from a name they don't like? Because this is confusing to me. Because he <laughs> actually secretly loves it. Okay, it's growing on him. Listen, it, 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 when I, <laughs> it's he wouldn't he wouldn't be here right now telling about his suite if if he didn't you know kind of like it. All right, kind of likes it a little bit. Um, getting back to some serious business here, Echo. The, the entire con was amazing. I, again, thank you so much for putting in the work that you did to to make it all work, okay? Like, it, because there's no doubt. Bubba, we've been in this game now. Can you believe it? We are three months shy of four years. Guys, Ripper, can you believe this? Like, everybody take pause for just a second. We're three months shy of four years into this game. Mm, all right? Only seems like a decade. I think it's four months, but okay. 
uh, October, right right at the end of October, right? Was Global Launch or was it actually November? November. M- might be November. November. Okay, four months It was months the shy. end of November. Four months shy of a four-year anniversary since Global Launch and even longer for players like Stevens Aaron or Captain uh, Commander Taylor. So, Echo, to see some of this stuff happening is is actually kind of refreshing. It's kind of exciting, really. Let's change gears, if we may, Mr. President, to your communications uh, over the last even... Yeah, you made one just a few minutes before we went on the air. You released a schedule for Between the Arcs events. I saw one or two people giving you a little bit of grief because because uh, the cow was already underway. But you know what? <laughs> what? Why? Why would anybody complain about that? Because guess what? Now you know what's coming next. Now we know, Bubba Joe, that a Borg Megacube event is coming up this month as well. All right? You got Apex coming so people can get the research trophies. You got a Borg Megacube event. All right? And and if I'm not mistaken, we're going to see uh we're going to see a slight change to that. Okay? It's going to be just a little bit different this time, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, if you recall, Last time it ran, there was a key fundamental change in which players were not gifted the free Mega Cube Pass. It was different. Do you remember? It's been several months. Who remembers? I remember? think that's correct. Did they actually end up giving it to us? See, I can't remember, Ripper. It's been so long. So the last time Bork ran, I'm certain we had the uh, do a Mega Cube, get a Mega Cube event. What we didn't get is a chest to give us uh, other starts. The other directives. Well, guys, this model is going to continue to adjust. Echo, you posted a schedule. Moreover, we got information on incursions. Uh, and this is all coming out of the out of the presidential, uh, the Oval, if you will. President Echo's office about these communications about events. So, Echo, before we dive into some of the other stuff that I wanted to talk about, because your, your presence here tonight was slightly unexpected and very much appreciated, is there anything you would like to share regarding this event schedule, regarding incursions? I'm looking directly at the schedule. I already see something here, Bubba Joe, that they put into text. So I was going to elaborate. I was going to speculate on this tonight. Maybe we get it directly from the president's mouth. Echo, what do we got going on with incursions that are happening in only days? You know what? Thank you so much, TJ, for having me. I got to go. Great <laughs> talking with you. No, I'm um, uh-huh. I, can, I, I actually do have a few things I have to go and take care of, but I will talk about this. So with incursions, from what I understand, and I can get verification from this because I am obviously not the person that creates these events. Much smarter people do. But we got feedback that it – Amongst many other feedbacks, which we are still looking into, and you know, things some some things take longer than others. But for the events, we saw that people had mixed emotions and feelings about having an attack phase only, and then only a defense phase. Right? Mm-hmm. It yeah. made you feel like you know, like if I want to spend eighteen hours straight invading the other person's server, I want to be able to spend eighteen hours straight invading the other person's server. We saw some players so, do that. We did. We saw players exactly. that didn't come and home. Yeah. That, that's. That's the amazing thing about incursions is that incursions can – you can do whatever you feel like is best. Um, so now instead of it being a six-hour defense and then a six-hour offense, offense and defense will run at the same time. Mm. After 12 hours, the events will reset and another offense and defense events running at the same time will happen. 
So instead of it being six hours back and forth, both are happening and you get two sets of events over 12 hours. Okay. So <clears throat> we are still not impacting. I understand. I will get verification from that from the event runner. But from what I understand, what I the information I got, if that changes or if I'm misrepresenting that some way, I will be sure to let everyone well, know. That is what's in the IGN, which is in because we're because I saw that and right. it, it is in the IGN. It is in right. the IGN. I, that I just want to make sure I'm explaining it properly. That's all. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm right. This was what was interesting. Echo and I had a conversation when this IGN came out because we were already discussing, and I want to give a lot of credit because I ha Echo has been slam busy. I've been slam busy, obviously, uh, and and Rev really kind of took the reins on a lot of incursion feedback. I mean, Echo, you've seen the survey, you've seen the presentation, Bubba. You've I don't know if you've seen the screenshots. Like forty seven hundred people took this survey. Uh, and he's got some great data out of it, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest things, which makes sense, we talked about it on this show. You weren't here, but Ripper, you and I talked about the six-hour alternating thing was probably, in my opinion, one of the most challenging aspects of this entire event. So I'm pleased to see reiterative feedback this, this quickly. Um, I don't necessarily agree, but... Please yeah. share. Please share. Why, why do you think that this is not going to be a little more relaxed on the clock? Because it didn't really make much of a difference. Well, you know, okay. Fair point. Echo, well, you and I, like, you and I spent time talking one, about the SMS. solo milestone where this was relevant. Well, the bigger problem that I struggled with probably wasn't as much and the that clock. And that solo milestone was basically worthless, and for me, not worth my time at all. So, well, it wasn't I worth it wasn't worth the time. Care. It wasn't worth the time mainly because we couldn't just go and do it. Echo, you and I had talked about the specific system thing. Okay, that proved yeah. to be really difficult, even in the research and the data that that Rev was able to gather. It appeared ripper that we were kind of spot on with our personal assessments it really was reflective in the community that the specific systems really made this the toughest because like nobody showed up right everybody was out doing other stuff echo right do we have any feedback as to any potential changes with the structure of that sms so not only was i in the meeting when rev presented that but the people that created the events were there as well. So there, we had a lot of discussions and I'm not sure what I can and can't share at this point because you know there's still a lot of conversations happening. Like this is a big topic. And are we arguing with anybody that we got this right the first time? No, we're not. We always can improve. If we can always be better, there's always a way. And, you know, the the best ideas of like, oh, you know, if we have one specific system, that means like people of specific level ranges will go to that system and it'll be fair fighting and stuff like that. You know, mentally, that makes a ton of sense, right? But the way that we envision things and the way that the community plays the video game is not always the same, right? So that means we have to pivot, and see if we can figure out better ways to do things. And so, you know, we're talking more about, well, what if we make objective-based type of events and things like that? There's a ton of discussions going on. And the reason that it's not being adjusted for this one is it's a much 
bigger, larger conversation and making these adjustments take time. Um, we told everybody there were going to be two incursion events. So we're running two incursion events, just as we said that there were going to be. The flipping of the clock so that the, the events were running simultaneously and doing two 12-hour blocks was something we could immediately action on quickly. Completely changing the event so that it's not system-specific and that we're changing all of the back-end tools for these events so that it makes sense is a larger endeavor. And also, we're still talking with community members and like yourself and Bubble Joe, and we're talking into, you know, like amongst ourselves on how we want to best do it, right? Like, we're still not sure because there's a lot of factors, you know? It's like, oh, well, what if people don't go to the system? What if what if we do the X change and then Y happens? Like, there's three or four different sort of points that we have to sort of target to make the events, you know, more along the lines of what the community are looking for. So it's not um, a fast change. I mean, in the first run, it was obvious from even before it happened that the SMS was going to be an epic fail. See, I don't, I don't know that I actually would have predicted that. To be perfectly fair, Ripper, I mean, no, I, I, I would have because you have, you have the, the most of the scoring is based on rating, and then you have specific system somewhere in the middle of nowhere. What with. But, with but specific that, ships that is how risk, specific ops ranges. That is how rescue the crew has always been, though. And and the reason I, I praised this iteration that, of it, you it missed makes this sense piece. in a vacuum, but it's not. Well, you and I agreed on that, yeah. Ripper, as a standalone event. And Echo, I think, and I had a, a good conversation about this as a standalone event. This the the guy who wrote this event, in my opinion, has fixed rescue the crew. Plain, simple, hard stop, done. Like, this is no. the format that Rescue the Crew no. should be. Because, no. yeah, because Bubba, most... what it did is it encouraged players to hit within their weight class. It de-incentivized people hitting down. For the SMS only, now we talked about this extensively, all right? The damage and the kill counters nullified that effect. But if this were a standalone event, it would have been perfect. And Ripper agrees. But you're right. The surrounding... No, I do not. It, no, he does not. That? And neither do I. Right. It is not perfect. It is... Now, hang on, DJ. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help your case, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out something, okay? It is... Is it better in terms of encouraging PvP? Maybe. But sometimes, okay, the brackets, while they are balanced for power level, are isolating players in the ability to actually complete it. And that is a fundamental flaw of this style of event, both in incursions and as a standalone event. It's not that anyone didn't show up. Maybe there's only two or three people you can even attack if you're at the top of your server and the server you're paired against. If you're in those upper brackets, there may only be two or three players. For you, when there are probably hundreds of players on your server and hundreds on the invading server, it is it, there is ample opportunities for you guys to bang ships and in the 30s the same thing when you are in that top bracket of your server this event is extremely difficult to complete you almost have to jerry-rig it by reaching out to someone who you can hit and say hey you want to send some ships up so we can blow up against each other and do the the milestone because that's right. the only thing that you can do because the because the uh the available players is too small and that is something that you know i don't think anyone is going to disagree with 
that there are different players, different amounts of players in different sort of brackets, right? Just like you were talking about, Bubba Joe, which is why there's been discussions of making adjustments and changes. And, you know, again, the best laid intentions sometimes just go to the wayside. I don't know the actual quote, but I think everyone knows what I'm sort of saying. What I think the idea was, was to create an environment where it was much easier for to direct players who wanted to PvP to go against adversaries of their level. Because as someone like me, who's still new, level 30, who's Ops 32 now, I did, like I went to incursions and I had a little bit of trouble after the SMS was done. I'm like, okay, well, where do I go now? And so that caused me to like go to like, you know, PvE hotspots I knew. I went to where I farm swarms or, you know, Gorath, where I like do my surveyor kills or mining locations, right? And so, oh, it's just a, a very, very delicate and hard balancing act. Well, and know, stuff I... that we're talking about doing in the future is much more objective-based, where, where, you know, it's like, hey, and again, this is just my idea. I'm not saying this is guaranteed, but these are the discussions we're having. It's like, hey, go and mine resources in this system on the other person's server, right? That way, it doesn't matter. It's not we're talking about destroying enemies. We're talking about you have a very clear objective. But it's also doing like collaboration, right? Like you can have somebody on your alliance sitting there on the 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 mine, and then you have everyone else in your alliance like defending people, or you're bringing a miner and a defender with you. And if nobody's in the system, you, you mine you mine your resource and you're done, right? So these are all things we're talking about. But again, there's a lot of this is the the amazing thing about you know this community. Everybody has an idea of what they feel is best. And trying to find the solution, while difficult, is make, causes us to do some very, very interesting things, right? Just like everyone's going to have their own opinions. Everyone's going to have their own feedback, and that's good. I, I want everyone to share what their feelings are. Even the people who say turn off incursions is the worst thing ever. I, I That's okay. You're allowed to feel that way. But it just goes to show, even from this conversation that we're having amongst ourselves right now, it's a very, very complicated thing to, or subject to try and solve. Um, you know, I, I have I have a comment regarding this, and yeah, I said, sure. that's not an opinion. That is an objectively logical error in 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 all of this. You know, in in the thought process behind it. If you want to do a PvP event that you know encourages hitting players in their own, you know, I guess weight class. By limiting it to specific systems, it is an incredibly stupid idea to run another event that scores any PvP kill alongside it. I don't think well, anybody. I don't think anybody's actually really outright denied that rip. I mean, you and I agreed you know, on that I mean, fact. But it, you know, you just have to look at it and see this is objectively stupid. Well, the idea of the two different events is we wanted to give a direct sort of competition of ops levels in a system so that they could have an, an SMS that they could complete. And then also we wanted to encourage the overall philosophy of what incursions is. We want to have that sandbox of like go out and PVP and do whatever you want to score, right? They're two different ideas. I, I don't think anyone is saying that they aren't perfect, perfectly aligned, but they're trying to solve two different equations. 
Like assuming you, you, that you one can, and the other, you, you, but that doesn't work. That just well, doesn't. Some you can't, you can't run both trying to solve different things work. when they effectively collide. That just doesn't work. The end Not result is still the board. the big players just go around killing everything because it scores points. Right, but not everyone just, wants to be in the leaderboard ripper. That the, the the assumption that you just stated is that everyone is going to want to compete in the leaderboard. No, because because That's they go true. around killing everything everywhere, which is which is what you know doing specific system PvP is trying to avoid. But since there's something that scores, the big players just go around killing everything everywhere. So right. and I I agree that that can cause issues. I mean, ideally. You know, this never happens, but we're like, oh, you know, they'll have separate, separate systems. They won't see what the systems are. They won't know. But the way that this community speaks and collaborates with one another, that information obviously does come out. Um, so there's ways that we need to adjust. But the philosophy of, of giving players options to do what they feel is best, which is what the core of this is, is the people who only want to experience balanced PvP or the people who want to have this gigantic open sandbox and do literally whatever they want i don't think is a bad thing to do but i understand your main comment of how they potentially have a conf confliction on everybody yeah so like and and, and i'm going to kind of step in and, and again i'm just narrow. playing devil's advocate yeah no and, and i get it and i appreciate it and i i do i agree with what ripper's saying i mean fundamentally he's right okay the the yeah. objectives of these two events were kind of on opposite ends of, of the spectrum and and you and i had talked about this echo i mean so i don't want anybody to think that that i i haven't or that i have i'm endorsing the way it is because we ripper and i were in agreement kind of where we were talking we might disagree a little bit on, on rescue the crew but that's not what this is with the purposes of this event what we experienced echo which is what i shared with you is just nobody was there because everything else was working everywhere else moreover with the sms and i know that this was something we we spoke about especially for for younger players they needed their their upper bands of the ships expanded like honest to god as a 32 echo as a 32 for the purposes of the sms you needed to have a north cut in your scoring at least in the lost points, right? Because obviously that's what it's going to be. In the lost points, you needed the bigger ships because what Ripper's talking about is the other players who were chasing your leaderboards for damage and kills were coming into the smaller systems for the lower level players and still killing them. Not because of the SMS, but because of the solo leaderboards, which is why it's it's a bad pairing. You see what I'm right. saying? And there Again... We can always have this mental picture when somebody's creating an event in their mind of this is how it will work out. And it will, you know, people will have two different options and people will be able to do their what, what they want to do most, right? And they're separated. And so you're looking at each of them sort of in a vacuum. And then once you start looking at them together, it gets much more complicated. And we see that people play the game in different ways than we sort of imagine, which is what I talked about before. And so I don't think that from what I understand, the conversations I'm having, anybody is we want to iterate. We want to improve. We want to be better, right? That's why we're having these conversations. It's why we had the meeting with the, the survey document. We understand. It's just finding a good place and a good place to be and then implementing correctly, you know? So 
I'm not trying to argue with your main points, Ripper. I hope you know that. I'm more just trying to be the other voice of like, well, this is the idea. And I understand like we, we can all say how we feel about what the idea was. Oh, I, I get it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very direct. <laughs> I know. That's true. Well, and we've got a lot you, to... If, if, I, I, if I think something like, is objectively you know, stupid, gonna I'm going to say it's objectively stupid. <laughs> yeah, and that you're more than... I, I never stop anyone from being honest and open with me. You can call me a terrible community manager and that I should get fired. And you know what? That's fine. That's your opinion. Um, nah, it isn't. Ripper, we've had quite a few different conversations. I like to think we're on the level. I just wanted to make sure you knew that I'm not trying to, like, attack your point. I think your point is a oh, lot no, of no. Don't, good, don't worry. good, valid points in it. I'm just trying to explain the other side of the aisle. Just, just so in, that, we, at least there's an understanding from both sides. We've got, we've got a lot of topics to get to, and I know Echo's yeah, busy too. I, I want to do other things. I, I want to, I do, and this is why I kind of wanted to to wrap this because Echo, I've got one other question uh, in the chat, which is probably not something that's been at the super top of your radar, but you and I had talked at the beginning of July about uh refinery improvements now i know in incursions probably sucked extra development time this month that wasn't maybe necessarily budgeted or planned for but community's asking do we have an updated eta on your promised refinery update it's i literally was talking to the team about it today it is currently being worked on like as we're speaking um it is not going to come out by the end of this month, which would be like today, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'm not even going to say soon because that word has a lot of things. Very near future. So we're talking, I mean, I don't want to put words into their mouth, but I echo from what I see and understand, I'm hoping it will be out next month. I don't see a huge roadblock with that right now. But as I always say, when I have official news on when it's coming, I will tell everybody, and I want to ensure everyone it is being actively worked on right now. It is not something that is like we said we were going to do it and then nobody's working on it. It's like actively being worked on. Talk to the person today. Cool. All right. I'm good with that. Um, Echo, I want to thank you. Obviously, an hour. You've been here an hour. Uh, and that, that was obviously uh, kind of just thrown together. And I really appreciate your time. As always, my friend, you, you uh, continue to uh dazzle me with your willingness to engage so thank you so very much appreciate it ladies and gentlemen president echo i must release him he's got things to do echo everybody your loving and loyal president by the way echo before you go before you go actually i meant to do this i'm sorry i forgot i may or may not have actually gotten audio of a recording inside your home in the days leading up to comic-con would you like to hear it how did you find out where I live? <laughs> I mean, I got... I told him. I'm friends with Ripper. Bubba, that, that was confidential information. <laughs> I'm friends. Actually, in all, in all seriousness, this, uh, this came through. I died laughing at it because it absolutely sounded like Echo. It could also, folks, possibly be Bubba Joe's house. All right, it, it, it's, it's, it's coin toss, okay? It could be either way. I'm going to play you this little sound clip while we bid adieu to our loving president and then we'll come right back Bubba because we got so much more that we got to do this right here an actual audio recording from somebody's house leading up to San Diego Comic Con take a listen wait Echo's alright honey kids I'm out of here what Rip I mean what I'm, I'm, I'm I already know whose voice I was trying is. to start a recording let me do that 
All right, we're going to play this. We're going to let Echo go. Uh, yeah, right here. It, maybe it was Ripper's house. This could have been Ripper's house. All right, it, sure. We'll go with that. It was Ripper's house. All right, honey, kids, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys in a few days. Wait, Daddy, why are you just like Mommy? Thor, sweetheart. I'm dressed like Thor. Remember, Daddy's going to Comic-Con this week. What's Comic-Con, Daddy? Uh, it's where Daddy gets together with some random people he met on the internet and dresses up like superheroes. Does everyone walk around in their underwear? Mostly. And everyone's boobies hang out like yours? <laughs> Only the grown-up boys, yes. And this is okay? It depends who you ask, sweetheart. But don't ask your mother. Yep! I'm worried, Daddy. Oh, that's that's sweet, dear. But, you know, tradition. It's my fifth year in a row. And, um... Oh, would you look at that? My Uber's here. All right, gotta go. Love you. Bye! Did Echo- Daddy forget his pants again? Yeah, Echo, if, if you had a child, and if you had a dog... And if this was a recording from your house, I kind of picture like that was that's the way it would have gone. I thought it was Ryan Reynolds at first. It sounded just like you. I mean, it sounded just like you. Honestly. I know that we have to go to a break. I just want to say <laughs> before I vanish off into the ethers one more time very quickly. I really appreciate everyone's thoughts on everything, especially incursions. That's been the recent one. And we all have different ideas. And that's good. And causes us to think about things in a different way and people see things that we don't always see because sometimes i think everyone's experiences when you're super close and looking at it every single day and you're like neck deep in it you can't it's good to talk to somebody who's sort of looking at it from a wider lens than you are right and the team is really committed to making incursions specifically we're talking about this something that everyone really likes and you know even people that hate pvp we want to hopefully have something that maybe will interest you into trying the infinite incursions event we understand that there are improvements that we can make to the current events they're just something that's taking time which is why you're not seeing it for this run we did say two runs which is why we're doing two runs and we're going to do our absolute best to make these events something that people feel are more in line with what they would like to try and participate in i i i hate to do this uh, because I I know you have to go and it, I'm so sorry. I, can I can I ask very quick questions? You probably can answer these with yes no. Okay, um, is, is a, a large piece of feedback has been that maybe twice a month might be a little heavy. Echo, <clears throat> is there conversation about making this like a little bit less frequency? I know you just mentioned it. You promised two runs. We're getting two runs, but that doesn't that doesn't need to be how it always is, right? This was even for the people who liked it, like me. It was a very intense 24 hours. Is there some conversation about about gapping these out a little bit wider, maybe? We are. We heard the feedback that maybe once a month would be better, mm-hmm. and it is something that we're going to be discussing. All right. Second question, which you and I both already know the answer to, but for the community, Darth uh, Narzul says, are the server pairings going to be the same, Mr. President? No. There you go. They will be different. Is there any hope that you will release the pairings before the event launches on August 2nd? For this event on community channels, I will not be releasing them. Why? Tell me. This is something that we want. This is just something that we wanted to try for this time. You're preventing preventing my trash talk. Listen, Aries and I had so much fun. We got some feedback from some people that it made things potentially unfair because people could prep based off of the server that they were going against. What? 
just so we want to try both. We want to give everybody this this option, right? And we are going to look at is it better that we released everything ahead of time to have that sort of you know people going into each other's discords and prepping and thinking about how they're going to go about things, or is it better that you know you log in during your incursion event, you see who it is, it's like okay, now we're going into planning mode, right? Okay. It's just something that we're trying, and if it's not something that the, the community likes, then that is something that is very easily changeable. Right? I'm with Captain Planet. You're literally taking away my ability to psychologically intimidate my opponents. All right? Aries. Don't you have a bone <laughs> in your body that allows you to psychologically intimidate people. <laughs> I'm very cute and adorable. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a break. Uh, this is as good a time as any. And I'm going to do it right now so Echo has two minutes to get the hell out of our chat and go actually do some work. President Echo, thank you so very much for the time that you've been here with us. Thank you. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, ladies and gents, we're going to take a very quick break right here on the stage of Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second with so much more. Don't go anywhere. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks toys whether it's old toys or new toys expensive toys antique toys or brand spanking new releases these guys can help you find it buy it or sell it i have yet to find a challenge they could not meet so check them out your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash mn toy posse it's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us more from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. Guys, you've seen it displayed from the content creators. You've heard it talked about. Introducing the next great, amazing tool in Star Trek Fleet Command. It's Spox.club. Maybe you've already tried it out, but have you really explored this thing? Visit Spox.club to customize your research, efficiencies, or even plan out your builds. Trying to figure out how your crew did compared to the other guy? Or maybe comparing a new grinding crew to the old standard? Compare your battle logs to see every detail of your combat side by side. Get all this and more by visiting spox.club today. Check it out. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fruit of the Goon, makers of fine underwear for dorks. Daddy, hmm? why do we celebrate Shark Week? Why do we celebrate Shark Week? Um, go ask your mother. She told me to ask you. Oh boy. Do we get presents? No, no presents. Do we get to eat turkey and put up a tree? It's not like a holiday, sweetie. Do we get candy? Look, Layla, Shark Week goes way back, many, many, many years, way before you were even born. Are there fairies? Fairies? I, I don't think so. Elves? No, no elves. Goblins? No goblins. Then why do we celebrate Shark Week, Daddy? Well, because sharks. Scary, right, sweetie? Layla? Oh, looks like you put Layla to sleep, honey. Good job. Hey, uh, let me ask you something. Why do we celebrate Shark Week? Help, I need some money. Help, prices aren't funny. Help, you know inflation sucks. Help, oh. one gas was cheaper, so much cheaper than today. I never needed anybody's help so I could pay. But now these days are gone and Biden's made us poor Prices climb every time 
that I'd go to the store. Help me if you can bring gas costs down. Cause the guy inside the White House is a clown. Help me run these bozos out of town. Won't you please, please tell Welcome back, everybody. Woo! Oh, Bubba Joe, I had to refill my drink. Had to go ta- had to go visit the litter box. And, and I paid an extra. Yeah, I had to hydrate. And we just paid like an extra $74 to play Cool in the Gang for like two and a half minutes. <laughs> That's what had to happen. Uh, yeah, I had, had to actually take like a real commercial break right there. Uh, Bubba Joe, I uh, appreciate you being here. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Uh, early our third, what, maybe our fourth show for the entire month of July. It's just been absolutely crazy. Appreciate you guys being here. Bubba, uh, you especially. Welcome back. An interesting impromptu conversation there. I, I'll be honest with you, folks. Not at all planned. All right? I appreciate Mr. President stopping by. Like, you guys can say I'm kissing up or chilling or whatever you want to say. Like, that was genuinely not planned. That was genuinely his free time that he wanted to come and, and chat to you guys a couple minutes. And and I think that's extremely admirable, Bubba Joe. That, that's kind of something we've never really, never really had. We've had to beg people to come on this show, you know? So it was kind of nice to see him hanging out uh, for a couple of minutes. Bubba, I'd like to get... Your initial reaction to this. I know there was a lot to pack in there for a minute, and I was trying to get to some questions, and I knew he was busy, and we've got a lot to do. But I'd like to circle back, and I don't want – I'm not going to comment. All right? I, I gave my piece. I'm not going to comment. Bubba, you kind of explained there a little bit. Uh, but what I was seeing in the chat and where I would like Ripper to weigh in here a little bit, and I'd like the two of you guys to, to discuss here. Maybe I'm completely wrong on this. But what I was seeing in the chat – was Bubba, the point specifically that you brought up, all right, for the reason you brought it up was not, uh, I mean, the, the chat I don't think was really agreeing with you, okay? Now, I, I want to get both sides of this. Ripper, your perspective is that of a G5 player. Now, your perspective was the same thing as what Bubba was saying. You flew out there. Nobody was there. There might not even be a ton of players on the opposing server that could have fought you, which Bubba, I believe, was your point, right? Like, if, if you're a top player, there might only be one or two people that you can actually fight. Yes? Correct. Okay. So 
if. Or, or conversely, the, if the pairing was not done well, which is another thing that we had feedback for initially, there might be nobody that scores your points. There were pairings like that. So that's why I wanted to spend a minute on this, because I don't think that's actually correct, Bubba. Okay? Uh, now, could do? are we looking at the wrong problem? We did this with the Galaxy Tree. Okay, folks? We did this with the Galaxy Tree. We focused on the wrong problem. Everybody, visit stfc.space. All right? And, and Bubba, I'm not saying that your, your point's not valid. It's extremely valid. It's the same point I had. Nobody was there. I think we can all agree with that, right? Ripper can agree. Bubba can agree. I can agree. You in the chat can agree. Nobody was there. Okay? We can all agree on that fact. Yes? Correct. Okay. Correct. Now, if I come back here and I'm looking at the first set of incursions, uh, why am I not seeing... Ripper, am I doing Because Ripper purged them from stfc.space. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what's wrong? I can't, <laughs> I can't find. I, mean, I did. I did deploy a completely new events back and Here we go. I found it. 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 I was gonna say, no way. He actually better. did that. Did he actually <laughs> delete them? Okay. Let Let's take a look uh, for a moment, if you will, for a moment, Bubba Joe. Let's look at the. G5 solo milestone, all right? And by the way, Bubba, this particular set of SMS milestones, let's break this out mathematically, this particular set of milestones is what the G5 community has been asking for, mechanically speaking. 51, 52, 53, all the way up through 59 had their own bracket, Okay. Now I'm yep. not talking leaderboard bracket. This was just their own set of objectives. Okay. Yep. So Wait. and and the rewards Wait. scaled by level. 51 had different rewards than 52, then and had different rewards than 53. So they finally acknowledged and even though the rewards overall, Bubba, we can agree the rewards overall were not what we would have wanted or what we expected, but they did scale. Okay. S small victories. All right. Now. Bubba, in your in, in your G5, 51 all the way through 60, all right, you had a scaling number of points, which is why I, I, I want to explain I do like this for Rescue the Crew as a standalone. Because Ripper's going to keep blasting me on that. As a standalone, I like it because, uh, Bubba, you got, uh, you, you got much exponentially higher points for hitting larger ships, okay? Your milestone, Bubba, what are you, 54? 53. No, 55. You're 55, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, 55. You needed 35 million points, all right? Yep. 35 million points, and you, with a, uh, a G5 uncommon, all right? Yep. That would have been a Northcut, a Vorcha, or a Corvus, all right? Now, this is why rewards don't don't nearly compensate all right but you would have had to have defeated other g5 uncommons nine times eight times sorry eight times in order to finish your milestone okay or okay hit a g5 rare four times 
But the chances of you defeating a G4 rare with a G, I'm sorry, a G5 rare with a G5 uncommon are probably next to nothing. All right, nil. Correct. All right. Now you look at the loss points, for example. If Bubba Joe had gone up there with a G5 uncommon and lost to, <clears throat> to that G5 rare, he would have had to have done it 10 times. 10 times that he would have had to have lost. But, Bubba Joe, now this is where Ripper... Uh, this is where Ripper fundamentally comes in and calls it a broken event, and I'm not going to 100% disagree with him because, Bubba, you would have had to kind of cheese it, right? If you could not have completed it, you could have just summoned a Rialta, ha- asked somebody to bring over their Dadera decks, and you're done, okay? But that's cheesing, right? That's cheesing. And no, yes. Tagora, it wouldn't have been 100 holes because notice... There, and, and this can be the teaching for today, at least how the events are. I am not praising this scheme, Bubba Joe. Okay, I agree with Ripper. I've agreed with you guys. I said it on day one. There's problems with this event, but I don't think they're as grand scheme as we're all making them out to be. All right. Did we have to cheese it? Did we have to arrange it? Did we have to beg in chat? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Yeah, then... Sorry, but then the event is rubbish. In it's broken. I, I don't disagree, Rip. And I don't know why we're having this disconnect. I agree. Okay? But at its core... But, but, but why is having to organize it such a bad thing when people are on at different times? So you're going to want to plan something. I'm not saying that it's bad, Aaron. I'm not saying that it's yeah. bad. Um, because because I had to do it myself. I'm not saying that that is bad, but I don't think it's in the spirit of the event, right, Bubba? Like the spirit of the event was go bash ships, right? Correct. And and I actually am going to say it's bad. Like I am going to say that that's bad. If you are having to plan and call up your buddy on the other server who's not your buddy because you guys are competing against each other and say, hey, I want to complete the SMS. Will you send a ship so I can do it? Like. That is completely against the intent of the event. Like that is not a good event design. Like the idea is theoretical. Well, I think I, I think I'm speaking Latin. Like I I must be speaking but, a foreign language tonight, because because nobody is hearing what I'm saying. I'm not saying that this was good, Bubba. All right, I I, I can't say I agree any more times. Yes, the event as it presented was not its best form. Okay. And, and I think maybe just now the miscommunication was. I'm not saying that it was bad for a player to have to call. Because I, I saw it in the chat. Some people were calling it cheating. And it's, that's what I was referring to. No, it's not. All right? You're doing what you got to do to try to get the event done. I, in this particular case, you know, I've never been a big fan of the Leslie thing, Bubba. I've, I've said that before. Some players are saying that I'm a hypocrite because this is really no different. If I'm going to summon a Rialta to die against your Dideradex, then I'm doing the same thing, right? I'm doing the same thing. I'm just doing what I can do to finish the event and, and call it a day. I think um, that I see valid uh, validity in that point. Maybe I am a hypocrite, but this was the only way to do it. It was literally the only way to do it. Okay? Now, Ra, no. I, I, I don't accept your point. I appreciate your support. Thank you for your chat. He says, we're going on and on about stuff that affects a small number of players. No. Uh, dude, I'm a 45. No, that's not true. I'm a 46. I'm a 46. But there were 39s that had the same problem. Okay? There were 42s that had the same problem. Bra, nobody went. 
Okay? Nobody was there. It, it literally, in the, in the 4,700 survey responses, do you know how many of them actually said they completed their SMS? Bubba Joe? I'm betting it's less than 500. Uh, well, I was going to give a percentage, so I don't know. 4,700. It was like 13%. So what is that? Somebody help me out. 4,700, 13%. Uh, it's right around 500. Okay. There you go. That's how many people said they didn't have problems with their SMS. All right. If 87% of people said the SMS posed them a challenge, I don't feel like that's a whale problem. Okay. It's not a whale problem. I ain't a whale. I mean, maybe I'm a dolphin. All right. I, I, no one showed up for mine. I, I, I've told you the story. I had to summon a Rialta. I had to summon a Rialta. Now, a, again, coming back in here, Bubba, fundamentally, a, again, I don't know how much more clear I can be. I, I agree with you that the event as it presented was not perfect in its form, but it was completable if you made arrangements. Okay, and so this is the teaching moment that I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna bring in here, whether you like it or didn't. All right, if you no. want the rewards, no. what? I mean, stop! With stop that. telling players how teaching. to. Com- no, it's not teaching. Just no. No, no. See, I disagree. This event is gonna run again, right here. This and, look and in. Honestly, I I'm gonna be honest here for all all all, all of just us G five players. Honestly, the rewards are just not worth the effort honestly <laughs> i don't think i disagree certainly not worth the, the trite that you had to spend all right i mean we just gave the numbers bubba you would have to lose uh to a rare if you were going to fly your g5 uncommon you'd have to lose to a rare i just did that math 10 times that's a lot of trite how much is right. one repair and the, and the two Five billion. thing is okay so if, 50 billion if, there were no limit on the system, I probably would have completed it. Correct. Because... Which is like, I just... It doesn't, doesn't compute. It's... All right. And, and, and listen, Vengeance is saying the same thing that Bubba did. On some servers, there was no one on the opposing server to organize anything with, and I acknowledge that that's an issue. That's an issue on your own server, Vengeance. I mean, that, that is an issue. Agreed. All right, which is why I like this scoring. Vengeance, this this scoring should be welcome to you. All right, because it didn't matter the ops. You could hit down, you could hit up, and you didn't have to fly a specific ship. You just had to defeat or lose against that specific ship. So hear me. Yes, Ripper, I'm going to teach. For the thousands of people that listen to this show and are tired of me ranting, this event is coming again in four days. Here's how you're going to do it. Okay? Here's how it's going to do can it. I just, can I just make one? Oh, God, Rip. What? No, I can't, I no. Can't. It is better if, if, if none of you complete this. If they see their completion numbers being like, you know, sub 15% every single time, they're just going to stop doing it and do something else. It's better that way. Okay. And for the other group of people, like myself, who are going to do it because I can and I want the rewards, then here's how you can do it. Okay? If you want to skip it, that's fine. Skip it. I don't care. Okay? If you want to do it, then note, it doesn't matter what you fly. Okay? Plain and simple. 
doesn't matter what you fly. It matters what you hit. And I agree, trader. Right? I don't want to not do it because I want the rewards. Whether you like them or not, they are still something. I told you, for me, it was 1,200 G4 Uncommon Ore. Now, Bubba, that is not small to me. I am sympathetic to the G5 player. It's been this way for eight months. I am 100% sympathetic. Right? But I personally am going to do this event because for me, it's 1,200 ore. I'm sorry if you disagree. But this event, for me, this next time, will be much easier because I'm going to play it smarter. All right? I will do the Rialta. I will do the, uh, the, the disco trick if I, if I need to, if I have to, if I have to find a partner. I'll do it. All right? Because that's what I want is 1,200 ore. Now, the ship categories is ultimately what matters. And, and, and maybe we're beyond this. Maybe no one wants to talk about Rescue the Crew. All right? And that's fine because it's not, it's not Rescue the Crew. It's infinite incursions. But the reason that I fundamentally like this, all right, Bubba, is, again, for that very reason, it doesn't matter what you fly. It matters what you attack and whether you win or lose. And it incentivizes larger ships, plain and simple. There is, if there's no damage and no kill counter alongside this event, there's no reason, Bubba Joe, for you and I to be playing on the same server, you as a 55 and me as a 46, all right, nine levels between us, there's no reason for you to engage with me. Because if you were going to come down and kill my pylum, how many kills? How many kills would it have taken Bubba Joe on my pylum to finish the Did I get points event? for pylum? Yes, you did. Okay. You got points all the way down to the G four uncommon, which is why I'm struggling with people who are saying that this didn't decentivize hitting down you could have hit a kelvin but you would have had to have hit 100 kelvins <laughs> 100 bubba joe now if let's pretend for a second no k92 it doesn't matter about the system okay i'm talking about for bubba joe as a player bubba for you to finish your sms what would you rather do Sp come down to my system and pick off 100 kills or stay in your own system and get five kills. Pretending, pretending that the rewards were actually worth it. All right, that, that's obviously the key thing, right? Pretending the rewards well, then, are worth it, what would you rather do? Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not stupid. You know, I would much rather have five, do five kills than 100. I'd much rather do five kills of anything over 100 kills of something. Okay. Why do we look, why do we try to hit higher level hostels in an event? Why do we look at Hostel Hunt? Why do we try to hit Capital City Traders when we're Ops 39? Why do we do that, folks? We do that because it's faster. Okay. Devil in the Belfry says, but how many repairs? I'm kind of here to tell you. If Bubba Joe is coming to hit my kelvin or even my pylum I know, let's use the pylum if bubba joe's coming to hit my pylum he can hit it infinitely <laughs> all right bubba right he can I hit mean, it a lot 
I can hit it a lot. Maybe could, not infinitely, but I can could, hit it a lot. Could you hit it 100 times? Could you beat my pylum 100 times on one hull? I think if you crewed correctly, probably not. But I could hit you a lot. <laughs> probably not, he says. Are you hearing this? Okay. Probably not. Now, K21 says, but as a 45, I don't get anything if a north cut kills my, ved- my Valdor. Okay. Let's back up. And and again, I, this is all part of my this is all part of my uh, lesson in Latin tonight. All right, um, because I said that very same thing. Here we go. You are correct. As a level forty-five, for example, as a level forty-five, your ships only went up to G four epic. That's where it stopped. All right. Um, actually, that's not true. Kelvin Katinga Valdor. Oh, wait, as a 40, ew, 45 was at a really bad spot. So 45 and 46 were a shit, were, were actual ship brackets different. A 45 could only do the event with Kelvins or, or the G4 and Commons, Bubba. But a 46 actually jumped that up to the G4 Epic. So yeah, I'm going to, you know what, K21, I'm going to kind of agree with you on the 45. That's, but what did I say, Bubba? What did I literally say to Echo 30 minutes ago? I said, that lower-level players needed what, people? What did lower-level players need in their SMS scoring to make this event better? What did I say? Oh, come on. Uh, they, uh, sh- I don't remember the ship, DJ. Thank you, Berlin. They, need they needed points awarded for losing to the big boy ships. Okay. A level 45 should not be capped at a Kelvin, Katinga, and Valdor. It should go all the way up to at least a G5 Uncommon. All right? Because those players are going to, maybe, punch down. Moreover, it gives better opportunity for you to complete the event, even if you're going to fly against a partner. Okay? The, the lower the bracket, the more ships should have been in it. All right? And not because they were going to kill him, Bubba Joe. They needed the lost points. Because in an event like what we got with incursions, that was exactly what was happening. You, Bubba Joe, were flying your north cut into the level system where the highest they got points for was a jellyfish. You see? And this is the change that needs to be made. K92 says, why would you hit lower than your bracket? Because this wasn't a leaderboard. The brackets didn't matter. Because it was based on your target. Bubba, we have asked for target-dependent scoring in this game for three years. This is the first time it's legitimately come out. And this is why I say that at its core, all this needs is tweaked. Because this is target-dependent PvP. Bubba, do you remember I think we talked, two years we ago? We talked about this a lot. Well, yes. We talked much sooner than that with Turf Wars. Yes. People we talked about this. this. They're like, this is the only way they want it. This is the only way it works. <laughs> this is the only way it works, people. I mean, I, 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 this is it. But the difference is what they want in Turf Wars is they want it to be everywhere, which is, I think, the thing that the majority of players are asking for here is that if they go and defend mm-hmm. a base raid or if they go and find someone or they go and find the other person in their bracket, right, that is not at their PvP system but at the lower PvP system, if they go and blow them up in that other system, they get points for it. You got it. 
Okay. And in this particular format is, in my opinion, step one towards solving that problem. It is not perfect. It is not fixed. It is not right the way it exists. And to Ripper's credit, it does not belong paired with a galaxy-wide damage or kill count event. It, it Ripper's right. They have two fundamentally different goals. They cannot coexist. All right? But this is the beginning of a mechanic that, yes, community, you've been asking for for three years. Target-dependent PvP. Okay? And, and you're sorry, you're correct, Dragon Keeper. Not even target-dependent is it, Bubba Joe. Ship-dependent. We've said this. We've said it before. What If I wanted a fair PvP experience with a level 60, if I wanted a fair PvP experience with a level 60, he should only be able to hit me with a ship that I can have. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, that's what the community has, in fact, said. If well, I'm so I don't think that... Go ahead. But I don't think that's actually as balanced as people think it's going to be. No, listen, you, you versus me in a pylum, you're still going to win all day. All right, you're still going to win. But a minute ago, you said you could destroy my pylum possibly 100 times without a repair. How many times is your pylum going to kill my pylum possibly without a repair? If we are pylum to pylum, if we're touching pylums. If we're touching pylum, that that sounded bad. Um, <laughs> All right, childish. childish <laughs> I know, I know. We um, we need to lighten up here a little bit, but but seriously, pylum to pylum. All right, what? Maybe four, five, what? maybe. Yeah, something like that. Again, probably depends on the crew. Maybe. All right. Let's look at enterprises. Right. We've seen this before. Level late level forties coming down with an enterprise. And, and you're fighting an Enterprise or you're looking at it with your auger, I mean, that's they're still going to beat you. Okay, They got eight levels, nine levels research. All right? But it's not... You, you can do damage. You can inflict pain. All right? three, two, two or three of your teammates ganging up on a Bubba Joe-sized whale can actually take him out. Okay? I mean... That's, that's the way it works. And that's why ship-dependent targeting or ship-dependent PvP or target-dependent PvP, however you want to re- refer to this, that's why this fundamentally has potential at its core. Right? Rex, yes, Rex has got the solution in the chat. Yeah, remove G4, remove G5. I don't know, man. I, I spent a lot of my pylum. <laughs> don't take my pylum away from me. I've been so excited about it. Okay? Very excited. All right. Now, um... Let's move beyond this point, because I'm sure I've made everybody upset. Are you guys glad that I came back tonight? (laughs) Should I take another two-week break? Because, again, I know that this is not the perspective that everybody thought that they had about this. But, folks, I'm here to tell you, this, this at its core, this mechanic, is player-driven. It's player-driven. Okay. And, and I agree with CCS. Is Bubba Joe, is there ever going to be a system that makes everybody happy? Probably not. All right? But this is one that we've actually asked for. And crazy, 
crazy that we're now starting to hear rumors, Bubba Joe. We're hearing rumors of new tech, new tools, new software over at Scopely HQ. We're hearing rumors that they're starting to tinker with things that they've not been able to do before, right? We're seeing things in the game they've not been able to do before, like incursions and cross-server PvP. And now all of a sudden, after three years of being told, Bubba Joe, that we cannot do target-dependent scoring, now we actually see it? Is anybody actually surprised? Joker says it's few-player driven. Oh, no. Uh, I, I could go back and find you podcasts where people were screaming about it for months. Bubba, you remember it. I mean, this this conversation is not new. We had, we had. I mean, it, long before Turf Wars happened, it was talked about. But I, I distinctly remember four or five complete podcasts dominated by the idea that it should be balanced PvP inside Turf Wars. I mean, that was the big contention of Turf Wars is that people were like, your big ships are picking on the little ships and it's not fair because there's no PvP bans in in uh, territory. And, and this is this is what people have asked for. Is it perfect? No, no. no DJ's not claiming it's perfect. Ripper and I have both pointed out flaws of ways that can be improved. But this is certainly step one. I, I agree. Now, Joker, I'm going to give credence to your comment. You say... A small but vocal minority asked for target-dependent PvP. Okay. Tell me why why you would be against target-dependent PvP. Because aren't you a low ops player? You're a free-to-play ops 31. Tell me why you are sitting in my chat right now insisting that Bubba Joe be able to come and smash your face. Because i got to be honest with you, Joker. You're arguing for the sake of arguing, and you're making zero sense target specific pvp is for a player like you okay <laughs> plain simple oh joker get out of here with that garbage now i'm not going to read that that's that's garbage and that's your opinion all right i will read it because it's ridiculous pvp is idiotic and ego driven okay that's your opinion i wanted to read it so people can can either chuckle with you or agree with you because they're going to do one of the two all right. This is the same conversation that Bubba Joe and I had, which is you're either going to love incursions or you're going to hate it. You either love PvP or you don't. Okay, That's fine. And it doesn't make anybody else right or wrong. All right, So cut it out with that hot garbage. PvP exists in this game. What we're trying to do here now is find a way to make it more palatable for as many people as possible. Okay? And, and target-dependent PvP is a solid step in the direction of actually making it tolerable for players who are not enjoying being smashed in the face by Bubba Joe's ships. So I want to... I want, I read, I'm reading a comment in the chat that I think is worthy of discussion. And I, I know we've got 14 other things we want to talk about, but mm. I think this is a, a worthy point. PvP, this is from Juice Kid. PvP can be lots of fun if it is balanced. If it's properly. balanced, yes. And Here's guys, the problem. And, and by, and real quick, no, 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 hang, hang on. on. Hang uh, two seconds. The chat needs to calm down. Chat Go needs ahead. to calm down. As as much as we can disagree, Joker is 100% entitled to his opinion. I, the same thing I just chastised him for, you guys don't go back and do. Okay? He can have his opinion. He can't judge others for it. You guys don't judge him. Everybody, let's be nice. Let's be Let's be happy and let's be a community. Let's be a bunch of nerds, all right? Nobody's attacking anybody, not in this chat, okay? 
He has his opinion. I demand he respects my opinion, but I also demand you respect his. Okay, Bubba, go ahead. All right, so so here's here's the fundamental flaw with that idea of balanced PvP, right? We've already seen this, right? What are your odds as an intrepid going up against an auger? Can you win? Sure, but you're probably going to need some help with their crew. And that problem of tier of ship being balanced is exasperated to a point of just utter defeat as you go up in level. Um, you know, a pylum is going to very much struggle against, except the lowest level, poorly crewed G4 epics. The G4 epics mm-hmm. are going to struggle against the G5 uncommons. And each one of those breaks are very difficult to balance. Mm-hmm. You could, and this has been, people have hinted this might be coming, you could go back and rebalance all of those ships to make them closer together. But I think there would be a pretty high revolt if that was to happen because these ships are all very expensive and people have spent a lot of time in it. But the way that the game is structured is you're not going to have that level of balance except within an individual tier where the combat triangle can still matter. Mm -hmm. And that's going to always be the struggle with this particular game that is not going to be easily solved, which is why the the points per tier of ship you're defeating is step one in trying to make this fair. So they're like, okay, well, I know I'm going to lose to that next tier of ship, but I only have to lose so many times, which is not a great feeling. It blows, but at least it's they're trying to score it so it is not as painful as, it, you know, you're trying to, you have to kill them. You, you actually have to, to kill them to score or something like that. So um, that is the problem with the way this game is structured is there is no balance from tier to tier for the most part. And that's always going to be a struggle. And that's absolutely the case. I've seen in the chat, uh, somebody says, well, I kill augers with my Sally. And, and I've done it. Been there. Been there, done that. I, I believe, and I did see this comment in the chat, G3, really, after, do you guys remember the combat update? When did that happen? Like less than a year into the game. There was something called yeah, it was listening, yeah. the combat update, all right, yeah. or the combat patch, or whatever they called it. It happened uh, less than a year into the game, where Bubba they took. That's right, Dark Menace. They quote unquote. Well, they did. I'm not going to even do quotes. They nerfed the Sally. Okay, that's what happened. Okay, thank you. Vengeance remembers. G3 combat update came in October of 19, 11 months into the game. All right, the G3 combat update did take the G4 and G5 levels of imbalance that we see here today, Bubba Joe, and they did fix them. Okay? Fix is in finger quotes. Fair enough. All right, some people didn't like it, but it was what it was. Rex says they kind of buffed durability across the the board so the Sally wouldn't one-shot anything, but that's fundamentally what Bubba Joe is talking about is what happened. The G3 ships were balanced. They were completely retooled. You know? They, they were... The auger was changed. The um, uh, the Enterprise, if I'm not mistaken, was changed a little bit in its base shield, I think. You guys will remember better than I did. It was in 2019. <clears throat> I, I was flying a... I was probably flying my, my $1,000 Mayflower around that time. So, so but, but yeah, the ships were rebalanced to make it actually competitive 
and and then Scopely used the same math, amplified by 100, and made the ocean even wider in G4 and G5. G3 is actually kind of nice, really truthfully, with the ships themselves. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to drone on about this. This particular event has some interesting core, Bubba Joe. And, and to Ripper's point, he actually said this on the last show, and he's right. I hope Scopely hears this conversation and hears this debate. Scopely is world famous for no follow-through, <laughs> sadly. Okay? You got no follow-through. You've had so many things that have potential, and then you let them go. This event right here does have potential. It needs work. It has potential, but you cannot let it go. You've got to tweak this. Listen to the players. Tweak this, and you actually have a decent standalone event sitting here. Okay? One that actually, you wouldn't tell by looking at our chat tonight, Bubba Joe, but one that actually gives players something that they've been asking for for like two, three years, and they don't even realize it. Okay? Open your eyes. Look at the scoring. This is what we have asked for. It's what we asked for in well, Turf Wars. It's what we asked for in Turf Wars. Go ahead. What, what I've seen a lot in the chat is people are saying that instance PV, PvP is boring. That, you know, if I have to go to a system to fight someone, that's boring. And my response to that is, you have to go to a system to fight Swarm. You have to go to a system to fight Borg. You have to go to a specific system to hit the specific level of the hostiles you have to do for your daily. This is no different. And they ha to focus people into a system or two is the only way PvP is going to work, other than just saying kill people anywhere, in which case we get miners dying, right? Unless you, again, miners don't score in this event, so maybe that's the solution as you pull that out, but the the instance PvP of forcing people into a system to try and get a population of people there, even if your bracket only has five or six or ten people, it is the only way an event like that's going to work. That's right, you know, because PvP events used to be system-wide, and they made it into a specific system because that's what people wanted. Now they've done that, people changed their minds, and now they don't want well, it there again. Well, no, 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 no. I don't want to go that far, Aaron. I think in a, in a rescue <laughs> the crew format, people do still want systems, right, Bubba Joe? They don't want their miners dying, all right? They don't want to be killed while trying to do their daily hostels. They don't want to be killed while doing swarm, all right? In fairness, for a standalone... And see, we're talking about two very different things here. But for a standalone, like Rescue the Crew, an instance system is okay. Players are going there to opt in, aren't they, Bubba Joe? All right? And and moreover, this is not uh, lost on me, because it was pointed out in the chat earlier. I didn't read it. But their Rescue the Crew also had a PvE component. Right, Bubba Joe? So... And the PvE component was actually higher risk, higher reward. If you flew into the PvP system, you got three times as many points in PvE. If you wanted to go up there and kill Reds, you got triple the points. Triple the points for killing hostiles in the kill zone. Yep. All right. So you take and that mechanic, combine it with this scoring. Bubba Joe, I think you got something really solid. For rescue the crew, but not for incursions. And why right. and not for incursions? Why well, does this not work for incursions, Bubba? Go ahead. 
Well, I mean, it doesn't in, in, it doesn't induce the PvP that I think Incursions is intended to induce, but I don't see any other reason why you couldn't do it. It didn't work because of the combination of events it ran with. As the show title uh, exhibits, there was so much room for activities. Shout out Step Brothers. Love that movie. There was so much room for activities that nobody did actually funnel into the special, system, special systems because they could do everything else everywhere else. And that is the fundamental problem that that 4,700 players, or 46, whatever I said it was, in that survey, the number, was it the number one or the number two response was the SMS. That it, was, that, that it, it wasn't designed well. Gim, Gimnor says it was the number one. Thank you. I knew it was at the top. The number one complaint was the SMS wasn't completable because no one was there. This fixes it. If you do what I'm saying to do. At least I think. Bubba Joe, I've written events before. Didn't work out, did they? Which is well, why I, I well, want to... Yeah, what's not suggested <laughs> is, is you can keep the system, the specific system, and have that as the higher points. And as we have in the open systems, keep that galaxy wide, but do it for, I don't know, slightly lower points or the same points. So you have both options, I guess. Well, that's that's another possibility. You know, Echo was mentioned in this earlier on the show. He said, you know, sometimes we want to try to write something and we have good intents or we have think we have a good idea and it doesn't implement that way. And and I'm sympathetic to that, Bubba. I have written events for you, community, that you did not end up liking. So I mean I'm, I'm gonna, done it. I'm gonna say something. I'm so. gonna say something now, since Echo's not here, because I don't think he would appreciate the comment. Okay. But Ripper and I, just to name two. There are dozens more. Ripper and I saw flaws with this event long before it deployed and could have helped Scopely fix it if they'd asked. With, with respect, I know that, that you guys are saying that, but without knowing that there was galaxy-wide PvP, or maybe we did know. I don't remember when we found that out. Without knowing that there was the champion board and the rating board and the damage board without knowing that those were there, I don't know how you could have known that this event wouldn't have worked. Because that's what killed this event, were the you know, other that's events. Point. You see that, and you immediately know this is rubbish. You don't even have to play it. You don't even have to try it once. You see that. Right. You see the scoring. Rubbish. Okay, now, that now I maybe, agree with. Now, now obviously... Obviously, Ripper and you have NDAs, so you guys got some level of information. Maybe it wasn't the whole picture. Maybe it was pieces of the picture. Who knows? Yeah, okay. It was not the whole picture. What I'm saying, obviously, because obviously, because Ripper would have spoken up. Yeah, it the was point not is, the whole picture. Is, is that Scopely sees things, and and this is not just Scopely. Game designers of all games see things in the way that they intend players to participate. But if they're not actively playing the game and this is something that's talked about the average did you, did you know the average star trek fleet command player okay and now think about all the tens of millions tens of hundreds of thousands of people that play this game the average star trek fleet command player spends five hours a day playing this game is that true they said that at the panel they said that at the panel the vp of scopely said that but that's their metrics Five, oh my god! By the way, by the way, by the way, by five the way. hours a day. Super side note, because I was embarrassed that I didn't know this. I swore I thought David Eckleberry was Keenzer. Like I pretended like I didn't oh. know, 
The honest to God, that's what I thought. <laughs> who, so, the, who the bloody hell is Kaiser then? <laughs> so, so anyway. So, I, 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 I thought that. Oh, my bad. Uh, five hours a wait. day. Yeah, sorry. Five, five hours a day, right? <laughs> the designers aren't playing five hours a day. They're designing the game. The arc runners aren't playing five hours a day. They're designing events. If Scopely was to involve more of those players that are actually even higher at or higher than that five hours a day metric and can help guide them as to what's actually going to happen when this set of events deploys like this to say, well, this is how I'm going to attack it because I see efficiency in doing it this way and not doing that. And this is how it's how I think it's going to play out because this is how similar events have played out. I think they could be so much stronger if they were to just ask the players that are playing this game more seriously, more dedicated than their designers ever could. I'm not saying their designers and arc runners don't play the game, but they're not playing it for five or more hours a day because they're working for eight or nine hours a day. Or you guys, you guys want to see something terrible? Like I always thought that I played this game a lot. Okay, I, I mean, I did. I thought I played this game a lot. You're saying that the average is five hours? Yes. Well, aren't I a lazy ass? I'll throw it in the graphics room. This is my seven-day average. There you go. Two hours and 15 minutes. That's my seven-day average, Bubba Joe. All right, that's correct. This is on my iPhone. It doesn't count PC time. I wonder if there's a way to determine that on PC, too. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah, because I, I, so, I, do, I do extra PC time. But I, listen, I bet it's not five hours still, Bubba Joe. I'm surprised at that matter. Agreed. What else did you learn? So, you you specifically said you wanted to talk about this. What well, else? Let me you... let me like, just so so that's my point, right? Ripper could Ripper spotted this in a nanosecond once he had the full picture. Other players would have done the same, and possibly the first run could have been better if they would engage with the correct players. I'm not saying that the players they have currently on their council are not good or adequate or do not provide any value because I'm certain that they do all sorts of good things and provide value. I'm saying if given the complete picture, there are people that play this game that could say that's not going to work the way you think it's going to in a nanosecond if they were just given the complete picture. Put them on an NDA and get them done. Mm -hmm. So, right, yeah. okay. What else did I learn at the panel? Yeah. Uh, what else did I learn at the panel? All right, so... Um, so they talked to uh, the, the the point that uh, uh, Echo made about the hair. That was that was that was actually brought up that they actually did have to re-engineer uh, the avatars to uh, allow his hair to extend beyond. That was something they were especially proud of. Which I I, I cringed <laughs> at, and I'm like, why are we spending time on this? Why can't you just shrink the avatar a little bit? But fine. They wanted to make sure Pike's hair stood out amongst everything because it really is a, a, um, a character of its own on the show. Um, yeah, Rip. What? How is that any any work? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know, but they, they did make kind of a deal out of that. Um, okay, fair enough. It's um, funny. So uh, the the three people that were there uh, were obviously the Scopely VP. Um, which we believe now is Keenzer, although, you know, there's uh, whatever. They also had, obviously, Ansem out. And then they had um, the high up from Paramount, who is in charge of um, 
who is in charge of interactive gaming and making sure things are coordinated. And one of the things they talked about, there's there's one more, and I'm, I'm holding this one to the end, but the, yeah. one of the things they talked about is that this was that bringing Strange New Worlds to the game right now was important to them because they wanted to make sure it could work. And they wanted to make sure that they could bring all of their platforms together to talk about this, this, you know, this new show. And so what uh, the Scopely employee talked about was, hey, we had an idea of who was going to be in this Strange New World show, and we started working about it, started working on it very early on, even before they came to us, because we knew we were going to have to have this at some point and that we were going to be told this is when it needs to go in. This is when it needs to happen, right? So um, so they had already started working on it. And so when Paramount came to them, they already had some stuff in the back of their head and in, in the back, you know, in the back of the, the, the dark folders on their computers. They said, hey, we're going to we've got some stuff we can roll out for this. So they had been kind of thinking this was going to happen at some point in the future. And the success of Strange New Worlds being promoted on multiple platforms has given the opportunity and the rise for more of this sort of thing to happen. Now, they didn't say exactly when that would happen again, whether it's for Strange New Worlds Season 2 or Picard Season 3 or Discovery Season 5 or whatever's coming out next. Um, but they did say it is. this is something that this was... They wanted to see if they could make this work with the schedules and everything, and they were able to do it. Uh, they talked about how there is a single Scopely employee that gets the scripts ahead of time, multiple, multiple, very much ahead of time, that has to read them in a dark room, and they get destroyed and can't tell anyone anything specific, but then guides them into say, well, here's a story point we might be able to explore when we're writing our own missions, you guys can go ahead and do something with this, but they, they are very, very secretive, which is pretty common when dealing with IP that is currently running. So I, I enjoyed that they've actually taken the steps to do things like that. Um, so there was definitely, uh, there was definitely a lot of uh, talk about how they were able to bring strange new worlds to star Trek fleet commands so quickly and smoothly and seamlessly with the, even though they were not linked directly into the stories being told, they were able to build off of themes of the stories being told for the things that they were doing. And I felt that that was a very useful bit that they revealed to talk about how that development happens. I mean, apart from the characters, there's not much strange new world stuff really. Over. I mean, just the missions, right? And I know that I, I know that I got the impression from the panel that Scopely cares a lot more about the missions than I think the players do. Unfortunately, oh, they, they do. They do. <laughs> um, now, I'll admit the the what was it, the first, second, and third arcs of TNG? Those missions were fantastic. Um, maybe it was in the fourth arc as well. Those missions were fantastic, and the lower decks missions were awesome. That's the list. Really good. That's the list. That's it. Everything else has been garbage from a mission perspective, unfortunately. Um, so it is unfortunate that, that Scopely seems to care a lot more about the missions than the players do. And, and I guess maybe if they were a little bit better, it would be 
you know, if it's a little differently, maybe it would be okay. But uh, you, you you should pay attention to the missions this month, like from last month, I guess, from last arc. Um, you're saying I need to go spend twenty dollars so I can play them again and read. Uh, you can read them on our website if you want. Oh, that's right. They are on stfc.space. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. No, so, the dialogue, uh, so. <laughs> so, um, DJ. Yeah. Are you there? Uh huh. Okay. Are you dying? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Were you attacked by a large bug? No. Okay. Uh, there was one more thing revealed at the panel. Ooh, do you want to do this now? They sure. Why not? Do you, do you, do you want a break? Do you want to? You want to see if someone else can be watching the video? Because I think people have started clicking on the video to go to go watch it. All right, hang um, on, hang on. No, 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 not yet. <clears throat> Just give me give me a second, okay? Just give me a second. Give me a moment, Bubba Joe. Uh, give me just a second, and you may now begin sharing the information that was published by Scopely and announced in in person at the San Diego Comic Con. You you may now begin. I, I just had to give that disclaimer there that I'm not doing anything that they didn't do. Okay. <laughs> so you go now. Scopely Scopely announced that this next month. The month of the the next month long arc, which we assume will be August, will be the third and final arc for Strange New Worlds. And following that arc will be an arc about an older Star Trek property based on a space station that exists near a wormhole. Ladies and gentlemen, confirmed by Scopely at the San Diego Comic Con. Finally, 10 months later, it is about time, isn't it? It Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about y'all, but just hearing this right now and listening to Bubba Joe speak the words kind of maybe actually gave me some chill bumps. Ladies and gentlemen, Deep Space Nine is finally right around the corner. I mean, it would... But they make you think. Do what? Who knows? Maybe there's gonna be like you know a filler. There could month. be. There could be but six yeah. months of filler arc. All right, I'm just throwing that out there. They did say that the next thematic arc <laughs> would be Deep Space Nine. All right, it could. Just you wait. Yeah, uh, we don't know. All right. Just soak it in, guys. Turn it up. And feel it. Ladies and gentlemen, finally, Deep Space Nine is right around the corner. And what does that mean for our roadmap, Bubba Joe? Well, gosh, how about Alliance Starbases to start? We've now got cross-server solo leaderboards and cross-server PvP and infinite incursions. Where Where did this guitar riff come from? Um... (laughs) This is actually the actual full-length production single of this. It's it's from the Emissary soundtrack for Deep Space Nine. It's just the first thing I clicked. Wow. Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta get this. This is awesome. 
I mean, it's it's amazing, actually. I ain't gonna lie. I got goose bumpies all over me. There's goose pimples on my back and on my arm. And it's time for our third warp. <laughs> it's time no, for our third be- warp. <laughs> I want an epic. I want a legendary Morn. Yeah. Whose captain's ability is dot, dot, dot. <laughs> his, his officer ability is underscore, underscore, underscore. <laughs> let's talk about for That's a second. That's what I want. Let, let's just, you know what, for just like five minutes and then we'll take a break we've got one or two more things after the break that we can do all right but just for five minutes what is on the horizon alliance star bases bubba joe clearly all right maybe some wormholes possibly the defiant officers that are loved and revered like odo and jake sisko jake sit Jake Sisko? Okay. All right, I'll I go mean, with it. I'll go I with said, it. I said, no, no. You said officers that are loved and revered. And I said, and, <laughs> and Jake Sisko. That's right. <laughs> and Jake Sisko. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm good with that. I mean, we already got Quark. We can look at Garrick. We can look at Ezri. I mean, there, there's so many. What about uh, what about the, 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 the engineering? The best officer in all Star Trek Fleet Command. Chief O'Brien. Chief O'Brien. Nog. Right? I mean, there's so much. Here, you want another version of it? I'll play another one. One without the guitar. This one might be actually from... Oh, no, that's not from the TV either. (laughs) That's an even harder guitar. This is from... This is from the PA Symphony. I mean, there's like 50 versions of this. All right. There's, there's a ton of ours. How about Kira? Huh? Man, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm excited about. How about, excited how about, about Star Dax. Trek's version of Dolores Umbridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can happen. Stony dude's like, yo, stop it! I need a smoke. I'm getting very, very excited. I mean, yeah, man. All right, this sounds a little bit more familiar. Yeah, what about the Gem Hadar? Huh? What else? What else can happen? And you know what? Listen, Scopely, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to set you up to fail. We've been waiting a year. An entire year. I am so flipping excited. I mean, DJ, just remember how excited you were about TNG. You know, Ripper, why you gotta do that, man? Let me dream for a minute. <laughs> what? Give him a minute for crying yeah, out loud. Give me, give me thirty seconds to enjoy this, man. So just, here, here, I'll just, have I have your counterpoint, okay, DJ? Yeah. So TNG did give us Picard Beverly, okay? Yeah. Had some disappointing pieces, but it gave us Picard Beverly, and their next thematic show-based arc gave us Pike and the new rare officers for hitting large ships or hitting swarm or hitting specific ships they they might maybe be getting a little bit better at 
design of office, maybe there's a chance they will do a better job with Deep Space Nine. Maybe. <clears throat> Possibly. What if maybe. it's a what if it's a PvP arc? <laughs> I know. I'm gonna tell Karthak. you if we get the Defiant, the Defiant is coming in month seven of six. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Enterprise D. Yeah, the Defiant's not coming in Deep Space Nine. It's going to come later in the original Enterprise arc. All right, don't don't worry about it. Just like the Borg mining officers came in TNG because they were very thematically relevant. Um, listen, how about, how about Dry Dock Eight and Nine? <laughs> listen, there, there's a lot of things that that could happen here that that ultimately let us down. I I think Scopely has teased this one for so long. This is like how many day one players in the in the game remember? Um, the Armada's coming soon banner. Like, this has been that level of coming soon. All right? The Armada's banner was there for 10 months. We, we've been teased with Deep Space Nine since, what, October, right? So by the time it rolls out, it will be 11 months. It actually beats the record for the longest amount of delay for a confirmed feature. All right? Mm. And is there another one that I'm missing? I mean, technically, we are still waiting for PvP armadas. I'm just saying, but you know. That was never a confirmed feature, though. Oh, it was. It oh, was. was it? Oh, yes, I didn't know that. they talked about it. Notice, real funny. They're coming soon. Funny thing. Wolfwood was just like, yo, how come, like, in seven minutes of hype, <laughs> no one talked about Dr. Bashir? Good. Ask, they, they did actually promise ask PvP yourself that question. at some point. <laughs> ask yourself that question, Wolfwood. <laughs> I never... I never really liked that character, but that was just me. Whatever. They were what? Fine. No, no, they were fine. He was fine. He was fine. He was, Shut he, the front door. He wasn't my favorite. Okay, he wasn't my favorite. Um, he, he, he's gonna be part of Section Thirty One. That's right. Yeah, that's Sloan. yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, I know. Same face. Anyway, um, there's 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 a <laughs> lot that they can do. There's a lot that that can happen. There's a lot of potential disappointment, but there's also, as Bubba points out, I know Karthak. It's very weird to me. Bubba Joe is being a, a, an optimist. Bubba, how does this feel to you? To to actually look at a feature with possible, uh, dare I say it, excitement or anticipation. This is unusual for you, actually. So I'm going to share something, if that's okay. Um, earlier this month, I was... A grumpy cat? Is that a, a fair assessment? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, That's mild. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I was unhappy with Scopely for a number of things. Um, did you find a new, and, uh, did you find a new pot supplier? No. <laughs> better. No. no, I still can't second partake. Uh, new job, still can't partake. Um, no, I. Uh, uh. I so uh Echo announced uh the second run of incursions and he was on the general discord answering questions and I started giving him a hard time because he immediately said that we know for certain the servers are going to be different mm-hmm. and then he goes but we can't tell you, we we don't know what everything else is going to look like and I go well if you don't know what anything else is going to look like how do you know the servers are going to be different how do you know things are going to be different? If and, and then I said to him, I'm like, well, then what are you even announcing? If you know it's going to be different, but you're not going to tell us what it is, then 
how do you know that you're not going to at the last at the 11th hour and 59th minute just going to go okay well we're just going to push what we had before because we know it worked the first time um and so (laughs) then he he pm'd me and we chatted for a little bit and i felt a lot better having chatted with him he didn't tell me anything super secret or anything like that i don't have an nda I just got to let out a little bit of my frustration and explain why I was angry about a couple of things. And he understood and agreed and, you know, thought he might be able to press a couple of buttons to see if he can't, you know, do something. And I felt like, you know, even though I have other access, you know, as a, as a community, I I can access to talk to other people, but I felt much better about the direction of the game after having talked to Echo. And I realized that I can enjoy pieces of this game and not get the things that were really upsetting me. So I kind of changed my perspective a little bit. And that's 100% due to Echo. And I will not call him the name he doesn't he like act- to be called. He actually likes um, it. He does like it. I, <laughs> I don't think he does. He, he, I don't think he does. He does. He loves He it. sounds very nervous when people call him <laughs> President Echo. Um, he loves it. So anyway, so I, I, uh, I like I said, it was. I'm not going to reveal the conversation because I'm not going to you know disclose anything that he said to me. Um, but I do feel better ever ha- after having talked with him, and and am hopeful that things can improve. Uh, in a way, I was not hopeful before. So um, we'll see. Um, but I definitely, um, I told, and I'll tell you this, DJ, and you, I go, don't, don't, don't let me in front of a mic. He did. Don't let me, I don't let me in front of a mic because I am going to let loose and say things that people don't want to have said. And, um, and, and I had to take a break because I was really, really upset with Scopely. And, while I don't think everything is fixed and I don't think everything is working and I think they still have things they need to address, I feel a little bit better now. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, I, I think that there are some things that are that are going well, and, and I do think that that Echo has a lot to do with that. Okay, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from anybody else. They, they do have a team, and I've, I've praised this team uh, in the past about, you know, their ideas and working with us, Ripper, and, and you know, implementing things and, and doing good things. But it does kind of feel like they've got a little bit of traction. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to briefly uh, discuss, coming up on the other side of this break, a few high points, a few things this mm-hmm. month that actually made Bubba Joe feel better. And let me ref- let, let me point out, he hated incursions. Hated it. True statement. Okay. Hated it with a passion. I was incorrect when I actually uh, stated Bubba Joe, and I, I'm, I'm walking it back. I stated that Bubba Joe spent his incursion tokens. He did not. I did not. I hmm. have never left server 24. He did not spend his incursion tokens. I mistakenly reported that you did because you told me that you had tried to play. I thought that meant you went. Uh, he did not. He tried to play on his own server, and he did not leave his server. Uh, but despite that, Bubba Joe's feeling a little bit rosy tonight, and there were a couple of reasons for that. We're going to highlight those on the other side of this break as we get ready to wrap up tonight's weird 
Friday night show. Uh, it has been weird. I've been um, I've been in the doghouse, but there's also some excitement in the air. Bubba Joe is the is the voice of optimism, and Echo is. It's just it's, it's odd, odd. All right. Uh, also, this is a Twilight Zone episode of Twilight right. Zone. Also, <laughs> it, it is a Friday night after all. Uh, and Doctor Juby may or may not be correct in his very public statement that Bubba Joe found love. Did you get married this past weekend? <laughs> I did not. Okay, just checking. Oh, he did not. He did not get married this past week. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, just a couple of things that I want to briefly discuss and a few high points that I don't want to forget. We are, in fact, between the arcs, Bubba Joe. This episode has been a very nice conversation to wrap up what has otherwise been a roller coaster of a month, meaning that we will be grading the arc on our very next show. And I will tell you, um, because and, and and there's no excuse for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it right now, Ripper. Three years I have set the precedent. I do not have a hint for you tonight. Not anything more than what we have already given. I'm very sorry. Wait, we have given hints. We, ha- I mean, I feel like we kind of have have indirectly a little bit, but but not necessarily. Did you even August. know what's what's coming? That's why I I begged, I begged Ripper, I literally flipping begged. You guys want to know that like Scopely still hasn't actually shared with me the contents of the August arc? I don't know. Ripper doesn't know. We don't know. Oh they no, I do. Oh, you do. That's right. Um. You, Somebody has to. He's got a crystal ball. <laughs> I don't know. Joker says Listen, it's Strange New Worlds I, Part I, 3. What else we need to know? Yeah, but that's not normally what I tell you. I normally give you something that's coming. I don't have it. I don't have it this time because Scopely hasn't told I'm, me yet. I'm just going to say, you know. Um, <clears throat> wait, wait till after the, the break. The mission, wait, no, mission, wait. Stop, Ryan Seacrest. I've got I've to stop him. Stop, Ryan Seacrest. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, I will put Ripper back on vocal, and he will share with you some secret that he's probably not supposed to. And we're going to do it after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a second. Hang on. Hey, everybody, listen. While we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play, and to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things, like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Pig Newtons, the cake and fruit cookies that go straight to your thighs. The minions are back. <laughs> but so is COVID. My minions will save me. And now, every theater in America is full. Have you had any close contact with or cared for someone diagnosed with COVID-19 within the last 14 days? Huh? Have you experienced any cold or flu-like symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath, or other respiratory problems? Oh. Have you been vaccinated? Good night. Minions, the rise of flu. Here I go with my son. No, you. No, 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 no. 
Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Now rising in theaters everywhere. We now go live to the White House for a press briefing. All right, we know everybody wants an update on the president's health. He's doing fine. There is a current shortage of underwear, however. Seems every time the president coughs, he <clears throat> sharts himself. Doctors have stated that may or may not be COVID. But we have the laundry department working overtime, so no worries there. With that, I'll take some questions. Yes. Has the president been able to sleep at night? Well, he normally has five to seven bathroom breaks per night on average, so that may or may not be COVID. Has the president had trouble communicating this past weekend? Well, the president's always, uh, how shall we say, chosen his words deliberately, so that may or may not be COVID. Has the president had any other physical ailments? Folks, he's 78. Sir, he's actually 79. Oh, wow, 79. Uh, well, that may or may not be COVID. That is all. Oh, when a difficult day goes by, keeping it together is hard, but you got to try, you got to try. And when there's a thundering storm outside, underneath the covers you huddle and hide. What is this? Open Baba. your eyes, open your eyes. This was not what, what I thought it was. This is not what I thought it was. Steven Universe, the movie. Like I thought that I thought there was, I thought that was something different. That's clearly not it. Here, let's let's listen to Will Ferrell sing. Maybe uh, that one might be better. Can we do that one instead? Oh my God, this is terrible too. I gotta find something better. This is you, not. I gave you a song for the next show. Did you? I don't remember what it is. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh my God, this is horrible. Return music. It's, it's a T-Swift, so I figured you had a pretty high probability of playing it. Uh, and give it to me now, because all of this is garbage. Right, I need it. I need it right now. What is Shoot. this? Looking for it. This is Madonna. What? Oh, God. You know, I can't. Blank I, space. I, I can't. Blank space was, can't. The, was what I asked for. Okay. Oh, finally. God. There we go. This Thank, is good. Yeah. Jesus. Criminy. Okay. I can go with this one. All right. Um, yeah, you're okay. Like commercial and commercial uh, this, back from Talking is Dragon. Is this the clean version? Uh, maybe. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying to talk. I really hate the trip, but I got a low. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of cheater little homies want to be like. I think it is edited. <laughs> yep. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I thought so too, Bowen. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, appreciate you being here on this late Friday night. Yeah, this one feels good. You want to turn it up? Yeah. feels good. I like it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to the Friday night edition of Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Doesn't happen very often, Bubba Joe, uh, on a Friday night. As a matter of fact, I, I don't recall a Friday night episode uh, unless it was like a Cars episode where we were just kind of hanging out, right? Like I, I know we've done that before. 
I know we've, we've done, done a, Saturday nights like that. I we, don't think we've done. I think we've done Friday cars. Night. I think we've done a cars episode because Friday is when I would normally travel to pick up the kids, you know, and then you know, then again on Sunday sometimes. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we've done a cars, but never a formal studio show. I think I think you're right about that. Uh, so I appreciate you guys uh, flowing and ebbing with the schedule. Just a quick update. Here's a couple of our announcements very quickly. Uh, all right. Yes, I'm going to bring Reed to the stage. I know. I know. I'm going to regret this. Oh, no. I'm going to regret it. What are you doing? I, 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 I'm <laughs> living in a state of regret. Reed, uh, welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Kind. I'm. Uh, I'm doing great. Like I am. I am actually <laughs> stunned that you did this. Like I am literally. <laughs> we, we are in the twilight zone. Okay, it's Friday night. Uh, I figure yeah. we're a little bit out of character tonight. Bubba Joe's being optimist. All right. Reed is playing the game again. I mean, dogs are laying with cats. The world is a chaotic place. Okay. I mean, to, to, be, to be perfectly fair, I, I, am, I have not played the game in, in four months, so I'll just be perfectly you honest. You know what? In, I, I, in all fairness, though, Reed, you retired longer than four months ago, which means you did come back. You quit somewhat, more than- yes. Yeah, this- <laughs> I, I, I did create. I did create a free to play. Like uh, I did what I should have done four years ago, which was actually just went free to play, made it to level forty in a month, because it's just that bloody easy now. But having said that, I I respect. <laughs> what you are trying to still do with your podcast with the game oh thanks and, here's and, where he's and gonna I call me a sellout that we have to be nice but uh-huh. oh my god what the heck has happened to this game uh what do you mean be specific i mean you were so, gone you were gone for many many months you came back I, I, do you I, find the game is in a, in a worse state now I, I don't think it is I don't think so. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this the diplomatic way, and because uh, I'm I'm also gonna talk like Bubba Joe, so so bear with me. <laughs> I, uh, I love I, this. So, sorry, one sec. I believe that the logistical <laughs> reasons for the that incursions has occurred. It feels like a very forced maniacal monopoly by Scopely, but you know I understand that there are things that we are trying to get to accomplish to a new level but i just don't understand why the community managers are not taking our feedback very seriously and i would have some choice words Uh um but i feel that my feedback was listened to this is now the 14th time i've rambled like this (laughs) (laughs) listen all right uh first of all uh read is beloved on this show. I don't usually trust him to go live on the air. Okay, that that's the problem. It's not that I don't like Reed. I don't trust him. No, no, no. But- I, I, I completely understand your position on that. I, that's why I was like, "Are you out of your mind?" But yeah, I know, right? Like, oh my God, there's so many things I could do to totally screw him right now. But Bubba, um, in all in all fun, and I know that I jest with you some too. I don't know what your relationship with Reed is. Reed, you might not have been in 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 a clearly appropriate way. Uh, allowed to jest at Bubba Joe like that. Uh, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, you are a public figure and you're a celebrity, so you're just going to have to take it. Uh, but... <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not, by no means a celebrity. You're this a celebrity with... You're a celebrity in our minds. I would like to contradict you on that statement. I feel that there is a <laughs> legitimate reason for you to be appreciated by the Star Trek Fleet Command community. I agree. And, and if I may say so... I must admit 
that your input has been deeply valued, and I find that you are not offensive to me. <laughs> that is all. That's fantastic. Congratulations, Bubba. You're, you're not offensive, all right? I mean, that's a win. Okay, that's a win. Uh, listen, let's let's do no, this. No, I think that's a, that's 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 not. A win. Ripper wants to be offensive. All right, is he like what? what Read what about Rip? Rip's like feeling very neglected over here. He's like, listen, please come at me. Oh, well, come at me, bro. I don't, I don't even He's like Reed. <laughs> I knew. I knew somebody up here was gonna be like, oh god, what an asshole. Ripper's that guy. Like, I don't even like Reed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the reality of Ripper is that he likes to talk a oh, lot. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. But okay. I still love him. He's such a great guy, and he probably is not from Düsseldorf. He's probably from Frankfurt, and they all smell like cheese. That is oh, all. Both wrong. There you go. <laughs> Get him, Ripper. Epic fail. Get him. Get him, Ripper. Uh, listen, uh, thank you, Reed, for, for 60 seconds there. And again, like I said... Uh, can't trust you uh no in all fairness unfortunately i'm not allowed to say that on the show i would what oh um you know what if you want it's late in the show you want to go ahead tell him go ahead tell reed send him a message tell him no okay fair enough uh bubba to to reed's comic relief credit he was right about like one teeny tiny little bit of of stuff here which is you're feeling a little bit better. And why is that? You said you felt heard, all right? Um, and and there were actually one or two things that happened. So I'm going to back up about three weeks, all right? And I'm going to remind you guys of the Syndicate Advancement Solo Leaderboard. Do you guys remember this? Trader, I, I know, remembered it because she was not maxed. She competed. She won. I competed. I think I did very well. I think I picked up something like 60-some pike shards. All right, my pike is tier two because of that event, Bubba Joe. Right, you and I discussed this event as well. Um, it was a nice leaderboard. It was a nice solo leaderboard, and it rewarded yep. well for ninety nine point three seven two percent of players. Now, correct, Bubba. One thing, and before anybody gives us any grief, I'm just gonna I'm gonna spend sixty seconds on this. One thing that we have always tried to do sometimes miss the mark right Bubba you and I as as hosts of this show our goal has been since you started and my goal since before you were here has is been to be representative of, of as many people as we can that's why you and I are such a great fit on the show because you're you're the end of my yang like where I find something you hate it and where you find something I think I hate it like everybody should on this, who listens to this show, find, should be able to find representation. There were probably less than 100 players galaxy-wide that this affected, but Pike is a highly desirable officer. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, <laughs> highly desirable officer. And there were probably one, for the hair. 100 players in the game that did not have the same opportunity. Now, you're going to say it's a whale problem. I agree. It is a whale problem. But some people couldn't compete in that solo leaderboard because their syndicate tree was already maxed. I know. I know. I know. Go ahead and say it. Whale problems. And, and, and whale listen, problem they're, not gonna, they're not going to disagree with you. They know they whaled up that tree. All right, but it was a legitimate. It's, it, honest to God, it's a legitimate concern. And Ripper is right. Scopely's going to have to start thinking about certain things like this. Okay, 
like the syndicate tree. You got to be careful about using that in solo leaderboards because as time goes on, more and more people are going to get to a point, Bubba Joe, where that's no longer a viable scoring mechanic. All right. We, we already have to look at things carefully when it comes to Borg scaling. Like, like should Bubba Joe's Borg milestone be one point higher than mine? Should it be, Bubba Joe? It shouldn't, but it is. It should not be. All right? Because the content topped out. The content topped out. Right? Should Bubba Joe's milestones be higher in exchange space than they are for mine? No. The content maxes out. So, Ripper's right. This is going to happen. Syndicate tree got maxed out. Now, Scopely made a promise to these 100 individuals that we were going to do something for you. But then it didn't happen. Right, Bubba? It went weeks. We heard nothing. Yep. It was a broken promise. Yet another broken promise from Scopely. Until it wasn't anymore. Surprisingly, it just popped with like, what, Ripper? 12 hours notice, maybe? 14 hours notice? You were probably asleep when they told when they told me about it in that in the uh, developer chat because it was it was late in the evening when I posted it. When did I come into the talking trick announcements room and announce? I wasn't sleeping. Oh, were you not? I don't remember when it came out. But Who how doesn't many sleep? I thought we covered this. He doesn't. You're correct. How many people saw or remember and even made a snarky comment maybe about the heroic solo milestone? specifically targeted at players who had maxed their syndicate tree. That was a promise fulfilled. All right? Bubba, you and I talked about it the day that came out. You said, wow, I'm actually surprised. Yep. Like, you were shocked. That was actually something that Scopely said that they were going to do, and they followed through. We shouldn't be surprised at this, Scopely. Hear this piece of the conversation and read between the lines. We shouldn't be surprised at that. But it was a pleasant surprise. Those players were happy. Moreover, the milestones were, Bubba Joe, extremely heroic, weren't they? Yes, they were. This was not an easy event. But you have stated in the past, and allow me to to quote you uh, abstractly. I'm sure this is not verbatim, but I'm going to take my best whack at your intentions. You have said, listen, I don't care if it's a heroic milestone, and in some regards, I don't care if it's expensive even, if I can gauge my return, if I know what I got to put into it so I can know what I'm going to get out of it, then fundamentally, I have a fair decision to make and one that Scopely can put in front of me and I won't judge them for it. Because they offered me something of value of which I can choose to invest or not. All right? So yep. this heroic milestone came out. And, Bubba, it was, it was a lot. If I'm not mistaken, I remember you and I did the math. What was it? Ten epic armada starts and kills. Right? Or, Sounds or correct. Nine epic starts and kills. 45, it was between 4,500 and 5,000 epic directives. But... Bubba, it paid 110 shards of Strange New Worlds Pike. Yep. In a solo milestone format. Now, the rest of us are going to be jealous. The rest of us are going to say, well, golly, why can't we get a full epic officer unlock 
in the form of a solo milestone. Me personally, I even said to Bubba, I would have spent 4,500 epic directives for 110 shards of pike. I have 4,500 epic directives. How many of you guys have 4,500 epic directives, and how many of you would have spent them for 110 shards of Christopher Pike? So it might seem unfair, but was it, Bubba Joe? Because well, not what? when you consider what it would have taken to, to get, get there. To get back. You got it. What did those players invest to qualify for this event? Thousands of dollars in syndicate XP. Okay. Yep. Thousands of dollars in syndicate XP it took to get there. They already paid for Pike, which they didn't pay for Pike. They paid for the syndicate XP, but this was such a step outside of the norm. And why I'm spending, I know, I said five minutes, it's been 15. Why I'm spending a few minutes on it, because Scopely, even though only 100 players got to experience this, and I was not one, this is a model, not just for your super whales, but this is a model you should really think long and hard about deploying in other areas of this game. Because Bubba Joe, for the first time in a long time, some players actually felt rewarded for the progression that they make in this game. True or false? So, true, true. And this can be used for other events. You know, we've talked about um, the uh, Amalgam, rank, the Amalgam event that just launched, right? I mean, if you have a max tier, max level of Amalgam, you're stuck. You don't have any way to score in that event, right? Okay, well, let's talk about an event for people that have max Amalgams. Let's talk about, they've already done this once for an event, although it's a crappy event, we can talk about that some of the time, for people with a max tier Cerritos, right? They get a different event that gives different rewards, well, a different reward. Um, so this is something that if you decide, now you don't have to be a whale, you certainly don't have to be an uber whale, because I think Rex said it in the chat, these are uber whales that have done this. This is not just your typical whale who's 52, 55, these are people that have spent thousands of dollars just on syndicate XP. If you have an opportunity to, you're like, I see value in X and you decide you're going to start spending on the game or you're going to grind it so hard that you're going to get there and you're going to get there faster than everyone. You should be allowed the opportunity to do an event that is just for you or just for you and people like you that have achieved this. I've completed this state. And this is something that should be encouraged and continue to be recognized. I, I agree. And, and again, I see it in the chat. And Taff says, <laughs> 17,000 words when 12 could have done the same thing. So I'll do it in, I'll do it in 12 or less, Taff. Hey, Scopely, good job on the Heroic Pike event. Men agrees with you, Bubba. This is a model that they need to do with a lot of events. Uh, Jazzmeister says, you mean events based on achievement? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of games have different... Uh, the chicken game has objectives based on freaking achievements. I mean, it's, it's not uncommon. Yep. Okay? So this could be a really good thing. Look at expanding Augment and Rogue and, and some of these other areas of reputation, for example. Look at, look at Swarm. That camp out at 50. I'm not done with Swarm. Bubba Joe's done with Swarm. Trader's done with Swarm. Ripper's probably done with Swarm. There, there are expansions in this game that end. And again, 
I, I, man, what a great show title, Bubba Joe. I couldn't have come up with a better one. There's so much room for activities here. Start using them. Let's talk about something yeah. else good. Let's talk and, about something else. And, and if we're talking about, like, I don't like, there are things I don't like doing for Battle Pass, right? I don't like doing Eclipse. don't like doing Worms. I don't get any value for them. But it's a battle pass, right? I can see where I'm getting. Maybe I wanted the overflow. Maybe I've given up on the overflow. Whatever. It's worms a battle pass. Worms are life. Love the worms. Don't. Do the worms. I, I, will, I will continue you to drive east worms. until I find you. The worms are your um, favorite. Yeah, no, worms are useless. Do all the worms. The worms are, are terrible. Kill the worms. My point, I want my point is, of worms. is that Syndicate XP what? has a has a cap, right? It had a cap, and it was offering a highly valuable thing. If they had been offering, you know, battle pass points or even event store loot or something, like, people wouldn't have been as upset. This was a officer that has no sourcing in the game so far, has no way to get it outside of auctions and an occasional token token here or there for an event, right? Or maybe a mission, right? Has no sourcing. And they were locking some players out. And that was the thing that upset the players. And understandably, like this is an officer that has no sourcing that I want. It helps me with X, Y, and Z. I need it for this purpose. And they were being locked out. And I understand that frustration. It's a valid frustration, a valid concern. And I'm happy to see that Scopely took that and said, we're going to source this officer for you because you have matched this thing that we did. Now, the other option is they don't run events that have the people to cap them out, but that ties their hands in a way that's probably untenable. So now all they have to do is, can someone have achieved this maximum state? And is there an opportunity for them to do something else? There are events like this today. You don't have to be a whale. If you have, if you have spent, the, you have hundreds of millions of officer XP and your officers are maxed, how can you participate in an event that requires you to spend officer XP? This is something they should consider. This is something that they can and should consider for players that have achieved a maximum state in the game and allowing there to be another thing for that player to go do to gain some rewards. And I'm hoping that they will do more of this in the future. I agree. Blue Mandalorian, welcome to the stage, Server 8. Uh, you have a comment on this particular subject. Go ahead. Uh, well, it's a little bit on just the the passes in general in terms of things to do and filling the time. Uh, it was more of a suggestion for as a an extra layer to to the arc itself is having like synergy milestones where you have to complete a certain amount of milestones of each amount of. Uh, like, you know, kill this many worms, kill this many probes, start this many rare armadas, spend this many materials, but throughout the entire month. And, and completing all those gives you half the officer unlock or something. And so like a, a, like a... And then like there's a, another a, milestone beyond that where you can do anything you want counts towards the progress, but that gets the full unlock for the officer or something. So if I'm hearing what you're saying right, Kind of sounds to me like that's an, an officer meta. It's like no, it's just basically month long synergy. Oh, 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 the I remember we talked about this, didn't we? Like the the month long 
uh, the month long auction. It's kind of because that way you could choose when to invest yeah. and get rewarded. Yeah, no, I it's like not it. a leaderboard, but more of a milestone in terms of uh, you have to complete certain monthly the arc goals of killing this many worms or killing yeah. this. Many we had conversations around this month. when the ten D completionist meta was launched, Bubba Joe. We had a couple of conversations about. You know, would the stress level have been the same if you'd gone all month and things like that? So, Blue, thank you for your comments. Um, appreciate that very much. I do want to uh, get ready to move forward uh, with my my last piece tonight, Bubba Joe, which was another new, unique piece of positivity. And even though it wasn't technically part of the arc, I'm going to include it. And Bubba Joe knows where I'm going with this. I don't even know if we agree. We have not discussed the officer flash pass. Now, I have heard, Bubba Joe, and, and you know what? Let me let me be straight up. Bubba Joe and I have not discussed this in the slightest. Bubba Joe, true or false, we have not broken this down. We've not had a single conversation about it. I think you told me it was there or you had a, a question about it. I answered. That was it. That is the extent of our conversation, correct? I think I thought I think the extent of our conversation was, well, this might be interesting. That that was at it. the announcement before we even saw it. Before we even knew it was all officers or what the day like. Mm -hmm. I, I, I said something to the like, huh? Or you know, basically the equivalent of we'll see what happens. All right, I have seen. So Bubba Joe, let, let me give you. I don't even know where to begin on this. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my opinion. I'll go. I'll come to you for okay. yours, and then, and then I'll see what Ripper has to say because I, I have spoken to people who think it's hot garbage. I, I, I'm not kidding you. And, and I, I, I'm struggling. I'm, what? You think it's hot I'm garbage? Sorry. Do you think it's hot garbage? Um, you mean the officer? The flash officer pass? flash pass. I've talked to people. Uh, I've t literally talked to people who no. don't like it. I don't, no. I don't think it's hot garbage because, you know, it's just running alongside something else. I don't see much of an issue. I mean, it's extra stuff free. Right? Mm. Like, a, a fair amount of extra stuff. So, here's what I like. Okay? Here's what I like. I mean, Harrison could, and Jayla. One, there's a bit of a debate, I guess, on the on the price point, I guess, for the um, Elite Unlock, I think. So, the $100 pack. Okay, I'll get behind you on that. I'll get behind you on that because guess what, community? I bought the $10 pack. I did not buy the $100 pack. Okay? I didn't because the $100 pack had 34 Harrison shards and it had what? 25 Jayla shards, I believe. All right? That's what it had. So, do I think and and then it had, you know, the normal stuff, bubba, like 3 million officer XP and like 2,000 of each faction credit and like, you know, four officer badges. I mean, that was it. Okay? That was it. Oh, that's right. It had Lursa in it as well. <laughs> I didn't like the $100 pack. I didn't like how it looked. All right? But I exercised my own personal rights and freedoms within this game to not buy that one. And then I bought the $10 pack. The $10 pack gave nothing in the pack itself. All right? But Multiphasics. Then, oh, that's right. Yeah, like 260 or something silly. <laughs> okay? But let's break this down for a second. Free to play. Free to play. And what have the events been? 
I'm jumping around here a little bit because I, I, I didn't I didn't honestly know how I was going to approach this. So I'm going to come to stfc.space because this was the comment. This was one comment that I heard was, well, they're going to make us do a bunch of expensive stuff. Well, I don't know how anybody knew that on day one, but okay, fine. I'll even go with that. Let's take a look at our Battle Pass dailies. Battle Pass dailies. Day one, hostile hunt. They're not expensive. They might be sometimes annoying, but not expensive. Well, people were worried about it. People swore that there was going to be directive spend events and and heroic away teams assignment events and this and that. Here was day one, hostile hunt. Now, for me, eh, Bubba Joe, probably a little bit more annoying, right? You always hate the Agreed. hostile hunts. You always hate the hostile I, hunts. It is expensive. All right. Threat reduction, day two. That's Borg or Swarm. Okay. Not as bad for Bubba Joe, but still probably a little bit annoying because he doesn't like Swarm. Day three, domination. But I'm not going to call it a spend event. I mean, it was a domination. Wait, no, 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 the domination thing. Oh, that's right. That one got pulled, didn't it? That one got pulled because it was an error. That was was a mistake. That was the mistake. It wasn't supposed to. It's on SDFC.space. I forgot about the Day three was... Day three was actually uh, exchange. Yep, I see it here. I'm very, very sorry. Clear the coast. I see it. Yet yeah, it was launched for. It looks like uh, I don't know. It looks like it was up for about six minutes uh, at three fifty four p.m. Eastern time. Sorry, I do see that now in stfc.space. So you had. Um, I did not pull it on purpose. Yeah, I could. So, I could, but me. Master surveyor. Easy with my dailies, Bubba. You too. Hopefully. Yes. E- easy with my dailies. I. I actually don't mind it because Isogen, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. Sorry. I, it took me a second to connect the dots. Clear the coast, exchange, hostile hunt, threat reduction. Um, and uh, let's see. What else we got? <clears throat> right now, there's another threat That's reduction. It. Yeah, that was it. That's what you had. Four days. Okay. Now, this is a seven-day battle pass of which... Is probably going to be able. I, I don't know. I finished it today, I think, didn't I? No, I'll finish it tomorrow. All seven milestones within f- five event days, Bubba Joe. Four. So four event days. All right. I, let's. I have an opinion on pricing on this one. Okay. Personally, I think ten is too much. I think the packs should be five and twenty. Um. <clears throat> On the $20 versus $100, I'm not going to disagree. But let's look at this $10 pack. All right? Now, I'm not saying that everything should be more expensive. I would obviously love for it to be cheaper. I'm not going to argue you on that point. But compared to previous values of exchange, Bubba Joe, let's compare this. All right? On the free track, you got eight Harrison shards and three Jayla shards. Okay? Completely free. Now, if you're not going to spend any money... If you're not going to spend any dollars in this game, if you're not going to buy the Battle Pass, you're not going to buy the Flash Pass, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's fine. And I, and I don't mean to sound disrespectful. I shouldn't have said it quite like that, but that's fine. But this is free, and it's extra, and it's Shards of Harrison. Lursa doesn't matter, but it's Harrison. It's John Harrison. An officer, which, granted, he's old, Surprised Bubba Joe ain't yelling at me yet. He's old, but he's still a I'm very, waiting my turn. He's a very highly valued officer in this game, probably for reasons that don't even make sense to a lot of you. 
Rev Deuce and I were talking about this. I mean, Harrison has his uses, but is he as potent today as he was three years ago? Um, so in the scenario we were talking about earlier on the show, yes. Which was? Trying to accumulate whole damage on a ship. That's oh. why I said oh, yeah. I didn't think I could well, that's why I said I didn't think I could just sit out there forever. If you had a eighty or ninety or hundred percent Harrison, you're going to get whole damage in, right? I'm not it's not gonna be a fraction of nothing. That first round is going to hurt, right? So if you are trying to wear down a ship or trying to accumulate whole damage against a ship that is much larger than you, Harrison is vitally important for that. Well, very true. I mean, we discovered a use for Harrison in base defense that is literally daggone near impenetrable. I use him in Borg. I use him in exchange. There are uses for him. And so... Reb's argument was he's not as valuable as he once was. Um, sounds like Bubba's arguing that he's still pretty relevant. I definitely use him. I use him daily. And this is an officer who has always... <clears throat> name one other officer that Scopely protects like John Harrison. It better be the first one. Thank you, Picard. That's the only other officer in this game that I've ever felt that Scopely has Wesley, really, truly why are protected. Are replying with Tal? Tal, guys, you are obsessed with Tal what? for absolutely no reason. Tal was patched. He is oh, literally worthless. Work. He's worthless now. Don't listen to Reed. Reed's getting you all hyped about Tal. Tal's worthless. Worthless. Okay? Now, if it's just for the purposes of collection, so be it. He is worthless. Okay, he no longer no Reed. Stop that. He's trolling. Tal doesn't work. Wait, <laughs> Reed I'm is alive. trolling. <laughs> Reed says it still works. No, it doesn't. Okay, it must be Friday. <clears throat> Maybe. All right, Harrison is just like Picard for whatever reason. All right, some of it might be psychological, but he does have a very good performance. And moreover, he doesn't have regular sourcing. Now, you and I can argue about the fundamental morality of not sourcing Harrison or Picard, all right? And, and I mean, I'm not saying I'd argue with you. We could have that conversation, but it's not relevant to this particular point. The point is Harrison nope. is being made available in a slightly extra and very, very free way. Okay. So, so I'd like to, I'd like to do an experiment here if I can, DJ. Can I can I wear a Scopely hat at the moment? Oh my God, who are you? Where the hell's Bubba Joe? I'm All right, go ahead. Let, let me get my Scopely hat on, <laughs> DJ, 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 DJ. Uh-huh. Why do you hate the hundred dollar pack? Don't you realize we sell you twenty five Epic Officer shards for a hundred dollars, or thirty eight Harrison shards for a hundred dollars? Or 44 Lursa shards for $100, and we put all three of those in one $100 pack. All right. How can you not love the pack? All right. I'm going to put my Bubba Joe hat on for a second and say that that $100 pack does not change the state of my game. 
Now, if I was precisely 34 shards away from tearing Jayla, or I was precisely 33 or 32 shards away from maxing Harrison, I probably would have been tempted. No lie, okay? I mean, seriously, Bubba, I would have been tempted to cap it off, okay? But spending $100 on this pack literally changes my game absolutely none today. That is a me problem. Not necessarily a Scopely problem, all right? Although I do think that the pack could have been better, but it is a me problem. Did somebody buy this pack? Absolutely. And should they feel bad for it? Absolutely not. If it provided them some real benefit. Okay? To, to be clear, I agree with you, DJ. Okay? I wanted to be your gang. Okay? I agree with you and Ripper. Pack is bad. But I can see how the people that engineered packs at Scopely are going to be confused by that feedback because they're going to go, well, we took the rare, the epic officers we would put in a pack and the rare officer we'd put in a pack, and we sold Lursa at 44 a pack because we thought that was the right thing to do in that arc, even though the feedback was overwhelmingly negative. We put them all into one pack, plus we gave you this abbreviated battle pass. I can, I absolutely will guarantee you there was a conversation at Scopely HQ that said, why are the players upset at this pack? We gave them $300 worth of value. And your point is exactly correct. It doesn't okay. advance the game state. Yeah. And I, know, it, it, I can it, it, totally it see the argument. Um, I just personally don't care. I think the pack should be 5 and 20, period. That's my opinion on this. So I, I, the value. I agree with you, Ripper. I think 5. I actually had said 50. Um, but I, uh, 20 would be great, but I felt that I, in my opinion, the age of the officers, the fact that this is a abbreviated battle pass, I felt five and, and 50, I would obviously prefer five and 20, but five and 50 would have much better price point for this. And I think that they would have sold that hundred dollar pack. I think DJ, as much as we don't like that, right? We don't necessarily, we're not leveling up any of our officers with that pack probably could have come in here and just made the argument I made to you, right? You're getting all of the Epic officers you would have gotten in a typical $100 pack, or you could have said, hey, if you want to do enough re- enough swarm armadas to get this many Jayla shards, this is how much it would cost you. And you could tell people on the fact that, hey, and it's not even your typical $100 pack. It's a $50 pack, or in Ripper's suggestion, a $20 pack. And the content creators would have been all over it. And I think so- justifiably so. I don't disagree with that, but I am going to disagree with Ripper on the first piece of this. And again, I'm not arguing that things should not be cheaper. I'm not arguing that things should not be cheaper. But personally, I think $10 is extremely, extremely fair for what we got. I'd be fine with $5, okay? Truthfully, I'm fine with $5. And, and, And here's the difference. People are going to say... Well, the normal battle pass is 20. Well, this wasn't designed to be a normal battle pass. Listen, a normal battle pass pays way better than any $100 pack you can buy. All right? And moreover, we've seen $100 packs that are not equal either, Bubba Joe. All right? So not all packs are created equal. For, oh, that's, that's fine. For what I got, and this is, this is what I want to, to quantify, $10. Okay? $10 got you 3 6 10 21 is that right 21 11 15 20 21 Harrison shards 21 which for a lot of people bubba is a state of progression with Harrison 
Yes. 21 shards could be enough to tear him. That's not a small number of shards, given that 34 shards used to be 100 and even as of lately was still 50. Okay? So I'm cool with 21 for 10, truthfully. But that wasn't all we got. We also received 14 epic shards of Jayla, who is arguably not sourced at all unless you spend hundreds, a.k.a. thousands, of rare directives on Armada targets that give you nothing. They literally give you nothing that you can't already earn free in a daily. And moreover, the percentage of it dropping a Jayla shard is dismal. They claim it's 16%. I am certain that player data has proven it's far lower than that. And even, no, I think it was pretty spot on, the numbers that I saw from people doing it. All right, Um, still, 16% RNG chance on spending highly valuable rare directives. I'm not engaging in that. More reason to do 5 and 20, but you know. I'm 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 very confident if they had made this five and twenty, they would have made more money than they did. Maybe. That's I, very, that's I agree with Ripper. I agree with Ripper. I think that and I think that even like, the lowest free to play, the people who are even like, I am playing this as a free to play because of personal reasons, I'm not gonna spend money, would have looked at that and said I don't know, $5 for that? I probably would crack open my pity bank for something like that. Well, I, and, I, I don't, I'm and, not disagreeing. And, and you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain a lot of the players that do buy the Battle Pass, usually, would have looked at 10 bucks and be like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But if they saw, you know, the, the $100 pack for 20 I'm fairly certain most of them would have bought it. Well, I, I'm not saying that pe- more people wouldn't have bought it if it was cheaper. Okay, obviously more people would have bought it if it was cheaper. I'm looking at it from a, a value in the game of what we're used to, of what yeah, is precedent. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. The officers are so old in this. See, but whatever. that's the problem. Just God, just f and do it. Well, I mean, fine, but f and do it with Picard then too. You know what I'm saying? But they don't. They protect these officers yeah, for whatever but, reason. But, you know, this this all comes back to the point, you know, we, we, we you know, so we cr- cry a lot about officer sourcing and have been for a very long time. And they keep promising, you know, it's getting better. And it did, it did, you know, it does get better. It does. It has been getting better. And it has. I mean, this, um, th- this which was. Which is fair enough. But, you know, that then you see this and I'm like, well, you know. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really align with that, but you know. See, I disagree. Sure. The elite track, fine. It, it's paywalled, fine. But it's got it, so it wasn't just Harrison. It's not just Jayla. You also got two hundred rare directives. That's one rare start, which could be the difference in you obtaining an epic during a meta month. I mean, literally, it could be. All right. You also got twenty two hundred uh, syndicate XP in there, which. We were just talking about the value of that. Listen, there is $10 of value in this pack. I bought it freely. And and, and I'm, I don't care to tell you. I, I I bought it and then Scopely came and offered it to the content creators. I was like, well, hell, I would have taken it. But I already bought it. 
It was worth $10 to me. All right. Even if it wasn't worth $10, let's approach this from a free-to-play perspective. Even if it was not worth it for you to look at the $10 one, what do you normally get between the arcs? Nothing. Wait, what? Between the arcs, we get nothing events. Between the arcs, you get nothing. Yeah, but they also don't run anything where they make money. Okay. Well, take the money out, Rip. I just said, if you're going to look at this from a free-to-play perspective, if you're not going to spend the money, from a free-to-play perspective, this was now a new set of events that even if it was small, is it an improvement? Even if it's a drip, is it an improvement? And even if you don't care about Harrison... Is it still Harrison shards that could maybe possibly even give you something trashy to use your XP on? If you feel he's trashy. I see that comment in the chat. They don't realize the diminished value. Yet Bubba Joe, a level 55, was just talking about how valuable he still is. I'm telling Boy. you, I still use him every day. Hang on. Rex is right. I'm pretty sure it was Rex that made that comment because I've heard him say that comment in other places. It is absolutely a diminished value. My point was he has a use case in the case where you are trying to accumulate damage by banging your ship into another ship. All right. That is a use case where Harrison absolutely is vital because your other options simply do not get enough damage through the shields to be count to count and as a worthwhile effort. Okay. Okay. And that's so if one you are use trying case. to do that. Yep. That is one use case. Yes. There's the defense base defense, right? If you can negate the ROM effect, you can use it as base defense. Let your base guns destroy the invading ship. Absolutely. That's another use case for Harrison. So there are some use case for Harrison's, but the counterpoint to that is if you have Harrison on a ship, and I'm bringing my Dideridex, you know what's going to happen to your station, DJ? It's going to die. Right? It's still going to die, like, for sure. It's still going to die, right? So so the, the point is is that I am not going to use Harrison when I'm a fighting other 55s or 56s. I'm just not, right? Because it's not going to make the difference, right? If you're a 40 and you're trying to defend against other 40s or attack other 40s, Harrison has some use. But as you advance in the game, the further away we get from the introduction of Harrison, his value is reduced from when he was intro- from when he actually enters into the game. So that is a valid perspective. Now, do are there lots of players that are still going to use out of Harrison? Yes, we had someone in the chat earlier saying I use Harrison on my Sally to harass G four players. That's true. That's still a thing. So there is some use case for a lot of players for Harrison. But it's the longer it goes on, the value is reduced. Would you agree? And this is gonna this is gonna be interpreted wrong, taken out of context, whatever. But you know, whatever. Do you think Pike Moreau has diminished value today to anybody fifty or below? No. All right. What about five of eleven? Khan, Charvenek. Kirk, even. Well, Khan absolutely has diminished value. Yeah. I mean, he still has value. He still is used for things. 
But one of the things he was used the most for was PvP, and he is not in any P- anyone's PvP cruise anymore. I would agree with that. Is he still used somewhat regularly? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. All right, let's let's continue on. We're still talking free-to-play here. Still talking free-to-play. Let's take a look at your Battle Pass Overflow. All right, which I don't know about you guys because I do think this scales by ops, but for me it contains uh, probably close to 15, uh, almost 20,000 latinum. Nah, not a big deal. Wait a second. Am I talking 2,000, 3,200 ultra recruit tokens? 3,200 ultra recruits. I feel like that's got some value. That's how many shards, Bubba Joe? 10 times 4. That's 40 rare and epic shards in and of itself. Moreover, a valued currency for some types of meta events. I mean, we've seen this. I have a question. Hang on. What what, what exactly is the argument we're trying to make here? Why the flash pass is a good thing. Because look look at the chat. People are still bitching about it. Like, why? Oh, no, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just, you know, but my, my point is really just the pricing, I think, is I, And I'm fine but, with that. I accept that completely. Um, why is anybody, so complain, I, why is anybody complaining about this flash pass it's, between the arcs? It's downtime anyways, and, you know, getting extra stuff. That's right, Jazzmeister. It's 12, no, not even not 10. Work. 48 shards, not 40. How about this? How about an so, extra 360 desealing rod fragments? By the way, we're all talking free so, here. This is all free. Agreed. All right. So, Let, DJ. Hang on. I'm not done. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Three, three of 11 shards. Okay. How many officer shards are we at now when we're talking about this officer flash pass, when we're talking the free-to-play track? All right. Now, sorry, players. It, some of you are going to have to pull your heads out of your rear ends and, and look at this objectively. You're between the arcs where you have nothing to do in a normal scenario. For three years, you've had nothing between these arcs. And now, all of a sudden, we're saying it's too little or we're saying it's too slow. And, and I'm looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 60, fi- between 55 and 60 rare or epic shards, Bubba Joe free some of them specific some of them rng the ceiling rod fragments all right not enough to 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 get you an extra one per year but they did tell us that they would sprinkle these in from time to time we may not be done seeing these i mean get to imagine if you got to the point where you got three of these in a, in a year how huge is that you just got one tiny little step towards that I mean, and and last point I want to make, and then I, I promise I'll, I'll shut up. You have to wait a bit. I mean, they're trying this out now, seeing how it goes. If it goes well, they're gonna run more of them. If not, I and I think they should, it, and I think players should be happy with this. I hope they do too. I hope they do. Which it's you know, more if they're looking and see how it goes. Also means what's see, the this, revenue this, like? This is this is a crazy comment to me. I mean, I, I respect your opinion, all right, but. It's crazy. This player says, I hope they don't continue this. What weed are you smoking? 
That, that's an insane comment. You're, you're getting between 55 and 60 extra officer shards for doing absolutely nothing extra in between the arcs where you had absolutely nothing and you're saying you want sourcing. Uh, uh duh. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. This is sourcing. I mean, good God. How, how blind are you? Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to piss people off. Don't care. You're wrong. Plain, I, simple, 100%. You're wrong. Hold, hold on, DJ. I could I could make one argument okay. why this is a bad thing. Try. Try Which me. Which depends on have they hired more people designing events for this? Yes or no? The Battle Pass events were the same. Yes, but still someone has to... Someone probably did spend a few minutes writing the Battle Pass itself, or the Flash Pass itself. Yeah, and someone has to decide, you know, which officer goes in, how many. There's discussions happening that takes time. If they have more people to do this, yes or no? Because we all know they already have some trouble, you know, having the quality high enough for what they are doing already. They don't have the capacity. You're right. But I mean, I, I, again, there are they, a, they, one, one argument to make why this should not continue. I'm just saying. I mean, is that your argument? Because I, I also find, you know what? That you is said a it, argument. I find it stupid. You said it earlier. I'm reserving the right to say it now. That is a stupid ass argument. Sorry. I'm, th- that is not my argument. It is a argument. It's stupid. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I mean, it's free. It's free. If you don't like it, don't do it. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to feel sorry for you then when you don't have ultras or you don't have rare directives because, Bubba, what did we see many moons ago? All right. We're going to wrap up with this, and I'm going to remind players. When we came into October of 21, let's refresh players' memories. October 21 was... The introduction of the officer meta. Do you remember? And Bubba, what happened in the first month? There was a gift chest, and it was overflowing. You remember? Yep. Some players hoarded it. Some players went out and blew it all. And then what presented that month? Uh, A requirement to spend some of that resource. Uh Uh-huh. Then it happened again in November. Happened again in March. Okay? I am seeing precedent here. Listen if you want. Don't if you don't. Don't care. This flash pass has a few things in it that could potentially be valuable to you in this upcoming arc. And am I dropping a hint? No, I'm not. I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything. I do not know. All right? And admittedly, if you don't spend the 10 bucks, you're not getting the the um, crap the 200 directives all right the syndicate xp you can't bank so that's not a big deal the free track though is giving you 3200 ultras have we ever known scopely to use that in a meta yes have we ever known scopely to use that in an auction yes 
Have we ever known Scopely to use rare directives in either of those two style of events? Yes. Key in on history, folks. I could be wrong. What's the worst that could happen? You finish the month and you got a few extra directives and you got a few extra ultras that you saved thinking that you might be able to place well, but ultimately you could spend them at a later time? Sure. That's the worst that could happen. The best that could happen is you finish a solo milestone that you otherwise might not have been able to. Or you place in a solo leaderboard that you otherwise might not have been able to. Okay? Simple. Joker says the ultras are level dependent. It's only 800 for me. Do I'm looking at a couple of different places. All right? So I am showing 1,200 in my final milestone, Joker. So that could be level dependent. But also check. What milestone? uh, Milestone 7 of the free track. I'm showing 12. He says he's only showing 8. But also take a look at your overflow. Milestone 3 of the overflow has 800. Milestone 4 of the overflow has another 800. That's 1,600 plus the 1,200. Crap, what did I say? 3,200? See, I can't do math tonight, Bubba. That's 2,800. Either way, it's 2,800. What would you do for 2,800 ultras otherwise? Do you earn 2,800 ultras in Faction Hunt? I think you do. Right? If you do all three. Maybe. Okay. Bubba, you might have a 50-plus event for research or building that might... Do they, do they pay you 2800 I don't think they pay that much. Uh, no. I don't no, think so. I don't think they pay that much. I think 1600 is what they pay. Okay. Right. I'm also being told Milestone 1 had ultras. Golly, there I they think, are. I was I at 32. Think, Thank you. I think it's 1500 DJ. <laughs> 1500 for the For the 50 plus. Okay, there you go. And look, milestone number one of the free track of this battle pass also has 400. We are back at 3,200. Now, I do, I'm seeing in the chat, uh, Ops 31 showing 2,400, but check milestone one. You might have missed that one. Either way, this is a decent number of ultras. Okay? It's a decent number of ultras that are not typically the easiest thing in the world to get. Certainly not free. Very grindable, but does take time. And certainly takes investment of other materials and resources. Because the only way you can really reliably get them is through the daily events. i got to be honest with you. The Ultras themselves make this whole thing worth it for me. Not to mention Jayla, mm-hmm. Harrison, which are two officers that I am not super-duper heavily chasing. But, you know, I do like the Syndicate. I do like the Rare Directives. I will take any opportunity I can at Officer Shards, Bubba. We've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I take a nickel here and a nickel there, eventually I'm going to have a dollar. The Ultras mm. carry a lot of value for me. DC only rods, sure. That's going to save me $100 eventually. So looking at this, how, how can you say, we, we've said this before, we, we as a community will always take something for nothing. I mean, literally, we'll take something for nothing. If it's free, who, who's complaining? Yet, it's all over the place. It's crazy. Nuts. DJ. Yep. I'm done. You go. Can I go? Yep. Okay. I'm done. So, I completely agree with the something for nothing, okay? And I agree with Ripper's point that the 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 
the paid options were were not scaled well. Okay, we don't need to belabor that point. Or the something for nothing. I completely agree. It's a free something between arcs that we didn't have before. The problem I have is the same problem I have with Battle Pass events and have had for eight months. Is that Scopely doesn't understand the cost to do some of these events. And I'm just looking at it from my perspective at 55. But I think there are other people that have other perspectives that have different parts of the Battle Pass that are very difficult for them to do effectively or easily. And I think that Scopely needs to take a hard look at that before doing something like this, because this event becomes a harder decision for me because the cost to do that first event was 20 billion Tritanium mm-hmm. that I can't get anywhere else. And right? I'm not getting that in the battle pass. I'm not getting that from officers, right? I agree. So, and, and that so problem, that's though, the part that this remains it's not unique. It, it, it's not unique. It's a G5 it's, problem. It's, yes. It's a G5 problem, and and it's not unique, and it's not new, and it is the same complaint that G5 has had for the last ten months. And and but I think the other, but there are other events like I think the helps event, right? Which you have alternate scoring, but the helps event, if you're like a 33 in a level 60 alliance or something, the helps event is a very expensive event for you, right? Because you don't have the hundreds of millions of the resources that you need to put into that event. So you have to go with the alternate scoring. So I think that there are events, right, that are more difficult for some ops levels over than others. And I would like to see an event like this that is, I believe, more of a gimme to focus in on the events that are easier to complete. Things like things that are easier and cheaper to complete, like Eclipse and Swarm and domination those things are easier and more readily completable by the average player and i would like to see this type of an event focus on those and leave the others that might be more resource intensive to a proper battle pass that would be my one criticism of this but again this is their first time through that would be the feedback i would give in addition to the costing and and hope that that's something they can consider for future runs Can can we get new battle pass events I want. I have an. I have a great idea for a battle pass event. Spend forty-five minutes in warp. <laughs> God, that's a terrible event. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's evil and it's genius and it's terribly diabolical. Give it to me. So, <laughs> I love it. So, you know. I, okay. Warning, you know DJ. what? Fair, Cruzito. Hang on. Cruzito, you've got it. I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want to sound like like an idiot. Um, Bubba said domination was easy, and I and I immediately thought in my head, you know, domination wasn't always easy for me when I was coming up. But the economy is different today than it was when I was coming up. Maybe domination is super easy today. I don't know. Is domination super easy for like everybody now? Because maybe it, it is one of the gimmies. See, Bumpkin says domination is not easy. I think that that Bubba Joe is it's again. You're talking about a G5 problem because that's not a gimme for G3. Maybe it could be a gimme for oh. G4. It's certainly not a gimme at G3. I, I don't think. I think that players should have the ability to spend ship XP for a domination event and score in that event pretty easily. And I would argue that even a free to play can't do it unless. Unless they are unless they are actively grinding XP for their ships using exocomps for some unknown reason, I do think that 
they're going to have the ability to score in that event. They might not have the ship XP to spend. I was going to say, they kind of need to be... I mean, that's something that they would have to prepare oh, for. It's, that's, that's, not a, that's not a guarantee, man. No, I, 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 do, I do know free-to-play players that just don't oh, yeah. have that. I, I no, agree. No. They they usually do domination with officer. Experience. Now there there are things that you could do to set yourself up, like always having a Stella ready to go. But you know you got to remember, Bubba, those guys they're not scrapping yet. So like they're not blowing XP on on level twenty six ships. They're not scrapping. Like period. So no, I know, I know, I I understand that DJ. But I mean, as a learning, you should not the gains you get from leveling from spending XP on your ship are inconsequential. You should only be spending XP on your ship during a domination event. And the amount of Latinum you would have to spend to complete a domination event is so small that it's easily acquirable through the events. Even though Latinum is not sourced readily, it is easily requirable, acquirable through events or through the refiner. So that's my point is I think that domination is a gimme unless you are, as you pointed out in the past, People who recklessly spend resources they don't need to spend or not being rewarded to spend on, unless you are doing that, I do believe that even free to play have the ability to spend XP on their ships from the the sources of latinum that they can have to be able to complete those events easily. I would love I'm, to be wrong. I would love someone to point I'm, out to me that at this I'm going to be correct. careful commenting on that because I am not entirely sure that I about all the sourcing of everything yeah. across the entire level range. I agree. Um, I agree with Rip. I which think, makes this like very hard to judge. Thing. I think. I think it's been a long time since you were in the thirties, Bubba Joe. <laughs> All right, it's well, been a long. Too, like, it's a the, long time. Twenties, DJ. In the twenties, <laughs> I'm even, telling you, know, you. That, yeah. that 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 is not necessarily a gimme. And and you know, again, I totally acknowledge it's not a new message. The G five, just the G five experience is kind of effed. Scopely, you've really screwed the pooch on this. You you swore you weren't going to. You said it was going to be better, and in a few regards, maybe it has been. In most of them, you've pretty much pooped on G5 just the same way as you did on G4. Like, it, it's pretty lame, okay? I mean, everybody's telling you. I'm not, I'm not telling you anything new. The G5 experience is pretty crap. That being said, Bubba Joe, I do think the selection of events for this Flash Pass was probably better for everybody level 50 and down than it would have been for you. Throwing a domination in here is the exact opposite of what I and other players would have wanted for something quick and easy and simple as this officer flash pass. It should have been, you know, just quick, hostile, grindy, you know, not grindy, but you know what I'm talking about, like a hostile grind, whatever. And and again, I know it's a fundamental G5 issue, but that is not shared all the way down. Domination would not have been acceptable here, in my opinion. But... You should be able to complete the milestones anyway. It'll only really affect you for the um, overflow, won't it? If you just miss, skip the domination event. Oh, yeah. but I mean, it, it, Yeah, but I mean, if they're willing to give the engagement, they should be able to. That's what the battle pass is all about. The battle pass should never, should never eliminate you from the willingness to complete it. Okay. That's what heroic events are for. That's what solo leaderboards are for. Those can eliminate players. Okay? Well, I think, I think Battle Pass is a reward for engagement. As well. Eh. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I really think that it is. Battle Pass is a reward for Yeah, but for then engagement. we have to kind of 
you know, redesign how we do this. Uh, and another option that I honestly would see, uh, that would be a complete change of of how how things are done. Why not just, you know, score the Battle Pass daily event based on completing your dailies? I don't know. Well, that could be something. They, they use a similar mechanic for the treasury, so it can be done. You know, so I mean, it, it's possible. There's there's a lot of ideas they could do here, but I, I hesitate on making the battle pass too difficult, which is exactly what the G5 players are complaining about. It's too damn expensive. It, it's not even too difficult. It's too grindy. It's too expensive. The battle pass is a 20-day hierarchy of points. It's meant to reward engagement it's a daily login a little more complicated than a daily login reward but that's what it is it should be relatively simple your your heroics and your solo leaderboards those are the ones that that you know require extra the battle pass should be for the most part if you're willing to give it time it should be completable all right if you're willing to give it the time should be completable all right um i think we're about done DJ, yep. I am about to turn into a pumpkin because all I have is my AirPods and they're about to die. So yep. if you want to continue, I will probably disappear quickly. Well, I'm going to thank you. Just letting you know. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm actually, I think I'm done too. I'll, I'll um, stick around until I'm dead. I, I just wanted to let you know if I just disappeared, it wasn't because you said something and I was upset. <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> we, we still had base, de- de- base defense crewing in the show notes. Uh, which I wanted to get to, but we're not going to have time to do that tonight. I'll try to maybe do a video before incursions come out on Tuesday uh, because we we have, with the help of Server 14 and a very special player, actually a pair of players, Patrick Liggs and 867, um, have kind of consolidated a lot of information. You guys saw, saw it on my Twitch stream twice, um, and we have consolidated it down even further into a nice, concise YouTube video that we'll be sharing with you before the next run of incursions. Uh, so I am going to invite players to check that out. I did want to talk about it tonight. I'm not going to have a chance. Uh, but that would finish up our show notes. Reed, you got 30 seconds. Reed wants the stage. He says, he, listen, twice in one night, he's he's wor- he's worrying me. Bye-bye. Oh, we got, we got this. We got this, guys. Okay, so I'm just going to keep it quick to a point that you made, DJ. And, and I was going to – this was actually before you made the point. The game is now catered for level 50 and minus – Mainly because there's been two and a half years of begging for better efficiencies for level 40s and high 30s. Now, logically, when you think about it, once you roll out G5 and everybody excessively spends, you're going to get paywall because the game is not designed for you to spend 10,000 American dollars to get to that point. However, Scopely did actually do what the mast, or sorry, vast majority of players wanted. And now you have tons of great stuff to do that you don't even have to do with events. Now, could things be better? Sure. But everybody should actually be more positive because you can do tons more stuff now in lower levels. And it's great. So, whoop, we won for three years. I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not. But, but no, he no, is, I'm, he I'm is being, right. No, I'm being dead serious. You are, you are right. Like, the G4 economy is better. But it's also, to Bubba's point, it's two and a half years old now. It but, should but this, be but, better. But I'll say this, and I don't mean to interrupt you. I've made the comment before about players can be the biggest hypocrites, and I'm going to say this not in a negative way. Oh, well, that's true. You you get exactly <laughs> what you asked for, 
and then you repeat the pattern by spending excessively for whales and then complain three months later that you have to spend another 10 grand. Why are you doing this when you know you're going to run into these issues that will take 18 months to resolve? So instead, you should be stockpiling and enjoying the game for the events that have been added. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm good with it. I'm not getting what I'm asking for. Well, yeah, but Rip, you have to understand <laughs> that it's just about the vast majority. That's what it comes down to. And, you know, if, if anything has taught us something in life over the last couple of years, we need to listen and we need to respect each other more. <laughs> oh, the peace and love. Oh, no, screw man. people. Peace and love. All right, a couple of announcements real quick. Uh, we are going to try to get on Twitch tomorrow night. Um, that is going to happen tomorrow night. There will not be a show on Sunday uh, as this is my last, if I'm being really sad about it, Bubba Joe, this is my last big weekend. Hurrah, my boys go back to school or at least school-related activities, so they got to go back up to their moms. Um, so this is it. This, this is my last weekend. Uh, I'm going to spend it with them. We're, we're going to do some fun stuff. We're maybe probably planning a trip to Gatlinburg. Maybe go spend way too much money on, on crab legs and maybe go jump at a trampoline park, go see Thor, which we haven't seen yet. God, we're terrible. What? I haven't seen it yet. We're going to probably – we just – we got a very full, very full last hoorah. Uh, what about the chopping and stacking of wood? That's got to be part of this weekend if it's the last weekend with the boys. They're mostly done with that. There's only a little bit left. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, There's only a little bit left. You know, Dragon Keeper – actually, I heard Thor was really, really good, but – you know, this is the thing. It's totally off topic. Bubba, uh, Thor just fell off. The number was 63% less earnings in week two than it did in, in week one. Okay? Now, that sounds really bad, but the reviews on the movie have been really good, and everyone seems to say that they really like the movie. Is that because, like, are you setting yourself up to fail if you're the MCU, Bubba Joe, with these week-to-week numbers? If everybody went to see your weekend, uh, see your movie the weekend it came out, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean because other Marvel movies have not had this problem, right? Actually, um, multiple Marvel movies have had this problem. This this is the worst one, but they have now released five movies where they have experienced a box office drop off of fifty percent or more in week two. It's typically um, the okay. same story, and it just like with all these Marvel movies. And don't, to their credit, don't read, they're, they're, read, read. You've been good on the show here tonight. Don't insult the MCU. I'm gonna kick your ass out of here. No, no, I, I'm saying that <laughs> it, 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 when you like think about how many movies exist now, and you look at the phases that they recently announced coming out, and it's like okay, we we need some some other original stories because technically Thor: Love and Thunder was kind of like Thor: Ragnarok in a sense. See, I love. I still like so, I loved I, I Ragnarok. It. No, no, so, I, I I loved Ragnarok, but I only liked Love and Thunder. That that's what I mean. So, this is not a unique problem to the MCU, DJ. If people are making it out that it is, I mean, the DC movies, a lot of them suffer from this. Most action movies suffer from this. Um, this is this is kind of a typical thing that it either is a just over-the-top great movie that doesn't suffer from this or it's a drama or something that has a slow start and kind of stays at that level for a while most action movies most fast-paced movies will die off um yeah and i also think that there's some fake outrage over this movie but that i'll i'll well i'm gonna i'm gonna try to watch it and then i'll be able to fake outrage with you maybe 
But I'm, I'm also, looking forward to I'm it. I'm also of the opinion that box office generally is just losing more and more relevance. I agree with I'm, that. I think I'm, I agree with that more than anything. People just want to stay at home. Yeah, they want to stream these, it. These days, yeah. I wait. I wait for digital release. I don't yeah. go to the movie. And, and it's so much don't. faster these days. This movie's going to be on Disney Plus in probably forty-five days, if that. Yeah, yeah. maybe thirty days. The, the, the one movie I'll, I'll take exception to is uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home because you 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 got the nostalgia in there. You made a great story. And you just basically gave the fans everything they wanted, and it made billions. And and that's how you do it. It was a great movie. It broke my heart. Making it's money. a tragic <laughs> ending at the end. Listen, we need to wrap up because uh, this doesn't belong to cinema. <laughs> it's, it's no, I, oh, it was a great, it was a great movie. But I don't, I don't want to spend a half hour talking about this. We got to wrap up the show. We're already over time. But I do want to thank everybody uh, for being here tonight. We can hang out and chat a little bit afterwards about the MCU if you'd like. Um, but I will invite you to join our Twitch stream tomorrow night. We're going to be on Twitch, Bubba Joe, tomorrow night. That's Saturday night, uh, shooting for between 8 and 9 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, we'll be live on Twitch and have some fun there. It'll be our last show of the month. And Bubba Joe, we do need that stream. Uh, we need you to show up because we're slightly short on our Twitch goals. It's my fault. I went on vacation. But we do have the opportunity tomorrow night, Bubba Joe, to finish our Twitch goals out on that tomorrow night. I'm also going to invite you to join our Patreon program. Crazy enough, Bubba. This always amazes me. Even when we're not doing content, we had people join the Patreon program this past week. So thank you. My heart goes out to you all. And thank you so much. And as promised, Bubba Joe... I, I said that what we would do is at the recognized level, at $10 or more per month, we were going to start reading those names. It used to be five, but it, the list got so long, Bubba. So we, we upped it to 10, and that was the list of names that we're reading, and it's still 100 players long. But you know what? A player brought this to me, and I thought it was very, very valuable. He said, you know what? Listen, that's fine if you want to up it to 10, but once a month, once a month, you should you should do all of them like you used to do. And Bubba Joe, that's what we're going to do here tonight. I'm going to thank each and every person who has donated even, even a freaking dollar to this show through our Patreon. I want to thank you. Vinius, Lord Neelix, Lady Cass, Trader, Stevens, Aaron, Tucker, Maztec, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Lord Kynes, Hammerhead, Regis, BK, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Pavic, Lobot, Auto Obsession, Ripper wants clickable banners. <laughs> Love it. It's Hunter, Tagora, Cruzito, Renegade, Vegabond, Ransusi, June Breed, Dana Larson, Hank DM, Ape, DJ Gur, MC101, Wayfarer, Late Nighter, Kill First, Louis P, Osiris, Zalvinar, Morgan, Zinfried, Peffies, Your Mom, Blue Plague, Pez Loco, Death Hammer, Chris, Stormbringer, uh, Gopher Loved Anthology, Bills Mafia, IG83, Bayonetta, Razahound, Darkside Luke, Grog, Edward, Fuzzy Games, Thorn, Archangel, Hope, Smoke Mohawk, Zoo, BJC, Jet Ski, Jason, Madam Stargazer, Jason Patrick, Captain Jack, UPS Man, Z-Man, Scorpios, Archer, Yusuke, Arian, The Professor, Captain Oblivious, and Hani, JDs, Rex, Steve, Wingnut, Raxnar, Liam, Indominus, Casey Jones, Goatee Spot, Captain Taylor, Captain Corliss, Janel, Tash, Chronic Break, This Fella, Galen, Jesus Christ, Wet Willie Joe, K92, Sub Commander, Darth Adamus, Surtail, Bad Boy, General Chaos, Warren A. Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, J. Bamekis, Callus, Mangatron, Captain Q, Drakina, Garrett, Game Junior, Vegas, Raymond, Admiral, Inworlder, Charcha, Rar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, David, Surge, LA Ravager, Karen, DJ Stole My Son's Probe, Sipkino, Techix, Seven of Nine, Jagga, Johnny Five, Dr. Juby, Blue Mandalorian, Nighthawk, Gauls, Firmax, Dr. Link. Also, like to thank our Nitro supporters in Hani, Delisle, Captain Mark, Dragon, Arian, Matt Dog, Wicked Witch, TJ, Shady Pines, Rezzer, uh, Bills Mafia, Jerk, Garfwin, Mr. Cam, Bad Boy, Captain Corliss, and Pharaoh's Brad. Bubba Joe, 
All these players have contributed financially in some form to this show, and I want to thank you guys so very much. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSDFC.com to find a link to our Twitch platforms, YouTube, and our Patreon program. It's crazy, isn't it, Bubba? That is absolutely insane. Thank you all so very much. Uh, This is just amazing. It's, It's a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys being here. We love what we do, and we thank all of you guys for making it possible. The show is not cheap to produce. It's really not. So we really, really do appreciate. And I might even point out, Bubba, we did say that we wanted to start this sooner. And we are going to. Probably not in August, but probably, I don't know, maybe we should do it in August. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to very soon be starting to take nominations for our Christmas Angel family this year. That was such a huge hit last year. We are going to do it again, and I want to do it even bigger this year. I know it can happen. I know you guys are good for it, and we're going to do it right here as a community. We are going to take a family, and we're going to change their lives this Christmas. It's going to happen. My name is Ultimate DJs. I want to thank you guys so very, very much for being here tonight. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSDFC.com for links to everything. I'm going to say thank you to Bubba Joe. I'm going to say thank you to Reed for actually behaving himself tonight. Ripper's already gone because it's 5 o'clock in the morning. But I would love to say thank you to Ripper. My love and appreciation for everything he was able to do as well. And to all of you, thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Sam, me out for now. Love you, man. Catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody.